0: 106.9.
1: Welcome to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you missed yesterday's program, you can podcast that at wrqk.com. I'm joined every morning by Matthew Fantone, and I just read my uh, corporate email, buddy. And normally we make fun of this kind of stuff. All right. Normally we make fun of radio and like how they kind of do this. And it's like, why are you teasing it that way? And it's like, there's no such thing anymore. And we're a few days out. But Monday... At 8.10, we will have a major concert announcement for Canton, Ohio. Now, that's just it. Like, the show is in Canton, Ohio. And Rock 106.9 is bringing a band here. And honestly, when I read my email, I thought I was being punked. Stadium like, had to rub his eyes He's like, oh, whoa,
0: whoa. like, because
1: here is the deal, like, it's not like the remaining dudes of Boston, right? Like, it's like I thought we would right. do it. Like, I honestly like what I would think how we would like. oh, Finally, we're gonna do something, but we'll screw it up. Like, I can't believe how right. Rock 1069 is doing this. I can't believe it, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not um, you know, the surviving members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's not two country (laughs) artists that aren't aren't
1: really stars.
0: You know what I'm saying? You know, two country artists that are almost there, but not all the way there. This is a legit,
1: like top of the pop. Everybody I know is gonna hit me up and be like, yo, dude, get me on the list for that. I already know it. Very excited. I already know. Like I like I'm excited to go see this. I can't believe I'm saying that. So I am, uh, like, honestly, I'm in a state of disbelief because I didn't read this until just this morning. Right. And so I'm, like, coming to this information, like, right now. And I'm kind of taken aback by it. And we're not allowed to tell you who until Monday. There's no. like laws and contracts yeah. and all that stuff. And I don't want to, That, that I don't, like normally I'm the guy who like forgets that and like I'll tell you the info, but I'm so excited about what's about to happen. I don't want to screw it up for me and more importantly for you.
0: If this were a show in a different capacity. If, if it was it's at like, the queue, I wouldn't right, care. I would the, totally the, tell blah, you. Blah,
1: blah, blah. I, I would totally tell you, but it's not. It's Our happening. Show. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's happening very close to my house and yeah. I'm super excited about it. Very exciting. Stuff, yeah. Buddy. How are you this morning, buddy? Uh,
0: uh, you know, obviously, after reading the uh, corporate emails, feeling pretty happy about right? life.
1: And uh, yeah, dude,
0: yesterday was a really good day for me. I actually oh, no. got I got to take a VIP one on one tour of the Canton Palace Theater. The director of the the board of directors there, the main guy, was like, yeah. I did I did Dancing with the Stars with him. He sure. sent me an email a couple days ago. He's like, dude. I want to blow off on Thursday afternoon. You want to come see the Canton Palace Theater? And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Or Wednesday afternoon. I'm like, yeah, of course I do, Chip. Like, bring me on over, dude. And so, like, he took me on a tour and, like, it showed me, like, the Canton Palace Theater. And, like, not just, like, hey, here's the stuff, but, like, the stories behind it and, like, the different, what do I want to say? Um, That building is a true-to-the-heart, like, architectural, ma- like, it's amazing. All right, let's quiz them. How long has it been there? 1927. So, so wow. 90, 90 years. And it was built right before the Great depression and so it was a wow. it was an over-the-top project for Canton the guy that built it was a pharmacist here and it cost well over a million dollars which obviously translated into and, today's money and that day's money was huge right is it, you know a huge amount of money but like it really is like there's nothing symmetrical in the entire theater like the guy who designed it didn't want anything symmetrical so you'll see stuff on the right and the left and you'll think it's the same but, but you look not. at it and it's not and like little things like that just little tiny like up in the ceiling they've got a cloud machine Most people
1: don't get credit for screwing things up on purpose.
0: (laughs) There's a a cloud machine (laughs) and all these little stars. And Chip's like, Well, when I first got this, he's like, Only 12 of these stars worked. And he's like, Once we replaced all 86 of them, what happens is if you look up from one seat, it looks one way. You'll see these constellations and these constellations. He's like, If you go down to that corner right there, completely different, like completely different night. And it's like to build that in 1927, it's just one of those things in Canton. There's a lot of things I'm like, Oh, look at that building. Look at that building. Dude, the palace is a gem. Like, it truly is is like, dude, it's an amazing, like, that we have that there. It's still functional. Things are still happening there. So it really was cool.
1: Uh, I I wish I would have went to that.
0: As a fan of Canton, I was like, dude, this is just
1: awesome. It's one of the reasons why I moved downtown. Is because it doesn't look like it was shot out of like the Home Depot gun, right? And I'm not knocking Home Depot, right? But, but like we, America's got strip molly. Like right. we just have gotten very strip molly, and I like the fact that where I live is like you can tell those buildings have been there forever. Now they're different businesses and all that, of but it's got a cool look to it.
0: And 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 and, and that's why that new uh, that new show that's coming down to film here with Ed Helms and Hilary Swank, and they're pick they picked Canton because of the way it looks. Right. It doesn't look like you know just small town USA. It's got something special to. it. It, you know, it's got something unique to it, and, and you know the
1: the palace is a big part of that. it. It kind of reminds me, like I like, like people who haven't visited me yet. They said, "What's it like? Like where, where do you live? Like what's that like downtown?" Can and I always say, "I'm like it's a little Chagrin Falls, little Lakewood, and a little Tremont. Like it's all those kind of things, kind of like sh- shooking up, and then you gotta kind of you know get that. And um, you know, if you're more from the Cleveland area, you understand all those places, but. And that's what it kind of feels like to me, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to live there. So yeah, I wish I would have went to that because you know I, I find all that stuff to be interesting. Like I don't, uh, obviously, you guys know I'm not super religious, but I get every time I walk around downtown and I or you know on the outskirts of it and I like get a view of those churches that were right. built forever and a day ago. You can't help but just sit there and look at them. They're and, amazing and marvel at them. And, right?
0: It's one of those. It's really easy to overlook when you're just driving through on Cleveland. Right. and You're like, oh, I hate you this, guys this guy town. Just gotta get home. This town sucks. <laughs> um, one of the things that I found out that they do, and they usually do it on first Fridays. I know this. April April 1st, Friday, they're doing it. They do like a ghost hunters thing. And I was like, well, dude, you know, we could totally be a part
1: of something like that, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't necessarily buy all in. Neither do I. Do you? Nor no. I'm not a ghost guy,
0: but I mean, at the same time, I I, I, I definitely will, uh, what do I want to say? I, I indulge it. Like, there's no reason not to oh, have, I the would ghost, go. have
1: the ghost hunters on and talk See,
0: to them. And, all right. You know. I, all right.
1: So I work at the Agora, Right. right. And that's, I guess, listed as like one of like the top ten like like most haunted places in Ohio. If
0: if I were a believer into things like that, I would buy into performance venues being haunted. I totally would get that because a lot of energy there, a lot of emotion there, a lot of you know like uh, soul there. So I can understand why places like that, schools, hospitals, why those would be you know haunted.
1: It's always. And you know there are certain staff members there that feel like you know they, they con- we constantly go like we'll get flashlights before right. or, you know after shows or whatever right. and like there are there are staff members who feel like they've seen things or had th- weird things happen. Right. I've been in that building a million times, multiple nights. Stoned. I've slept there. <laughs> I've you know what I mean? Like I've yeah, I've been to after hours parties that I've a million. I've been in every room that building has. I've never seen not one. Off the wall, strange thing. Other than the Polaroids in the basement, which that's a whole other story.
0: <laughs> now, I guess the thing—the thing, and the thing <laughs> to say there—is well, you as a non-believer of course, of course, the ghost isn't going to present. Oh, my mind's sides. not open enough to it. But the counterpunch to that is, is like, well, you're a <laughs> I'm believer, an adult.
1: right? You're a believer, yeah. and you just so you want see to everything, see right? You no, know, I'm sure. You know, I, I I just don't totally believe in the haunting. Now, right. it, you know, I. I've, my brother and I both had weird sleep problems while, while, while we each lived in one particular bedroom of the house we grew up in, and then when we swapped rooms, it seemed to go away. But you I you guys can't. Could hear
0: your parents banging. What are you talking about? I, dude, I would have sleep problems, too.
1: Dude, I wish I could say the <laughs> F word right now, because I effing hate you. We have corn tickets. We'll pass those out 7.30. God, I hate Phantom. Nine. <laughs> 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 Seriously, I do. I effing hate you. 9.30, we have Norm McDonald tickets. We'll give you those. And up next, you know I rally against drinking and driving every chance I get, and a Toronto bar is going to help me with that. I'll give you that story next on Rock 106. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. You can win your way into the corn show, 7.30. They're playing Blossom August 2nd. Stone Sour part of that as well. We'll pass those out around 7:30, 9:30. Hook you up with Norm McDonald tickets. If you missed the opening of the program, we made the announcement that on Monday we'll be making a huge announcement. Yeah. We normally make fun of a radio stations like <laughs> huge concert announcement, but honestly, this concert coming here to Canton, Ohio, we'll make the announcement Monday, 8:10. I'm honestly, when I read my email this morning, it's true. Like my boss didn't tell me in the hallway yesterday or anything. I found out by checking my email this morning. It's how I found out. Like, honestly, the news was so... Like, I was so happy about the news, I didn't believe it. So I double-checked with Phantom. I was like, dude, did you get this email? So I emailed my boss. I'm like, dude, is this real? He hit me back. He's like, yeah, man. That's going to happen. Wow. That's cool. And so people are asking me, can we get a little info? Like, what month? No. Well, no. Cool. I can't tell you Because here's the no. thing. I don't want to screw it up. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so happy for you. It's, oh my God, this is going to be a cool show.
0: Stansbury can't keep his mouth shut and gets fired. No. Come on. No. Come on, people. We're not going to tell you. It's going to be hard not to, dude. It's like hard I'm not so to excited
1: about this show. We might have to come up with, like, you have to eat bugs or whatever for tickets. Oh my gosh. Versus, like, call the radio station. We might. We okay. might have to do something. All right. So I'm going to talk to him about, like, that kind of thought. Like, I mean, it because it's, I'm telling you, this is going to be a big deal. Like, this is going to be talked about pretty heavily in the area. And I'm so, I can't honestly, I'm blo- I can't believe this radio station got it right. <laughs> like, honestly, I know that sounds terrible. And I'm sure some of my bosses are like, what is he saying right now? But the truth is, I feel like we've been laying with E.D. for about three years, yeah. and somebody shot Viagra into the side of the penis of just, Rock 106.9. Just, just a big old erection. See, why do I get him started? Just a, just an erection. It is. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. No,
0: dude, there's no reason not to be excited I'm about I'm this. We should about be stimulated it. about this. This is good stuff. And well, that's uh, a good word. Yeah. 720 verbal. There. Yeah, and, uh, like and, like and,
1: uh, and, uh, and Monday, <laughs> we'll be able to tell people. Yeah, 810 Monday is when you get the <laughs> info, and I would imagine that we'll, we'll pass out the first pair of tickets yeah. right there. yeah. Um, I will tell you, uh, you know, they asked me what month. I won't give no. you a month. We've got a little ways to go yet. Okay. Not a long way, right. but a little ways All to right. go. So I speak out against uh, drinking and driving a lot, right? I yeah. feel like this is a lesson learned. And I understand that imagery can help pe- you know, keep people off of things. You know, um, That's why they felt as if like warning labels on cigarettes was like, going to help you. Like, hey, this is dangerous you know, if, if you're carrying a baby and it might cause lung right. cancer, that kind of stuff. There's warning labels on all kinds of stuff. And we started putting calorie counts next to like food items in restaurants, and it was to help keep you, you know, aware of what you were putting in your body.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I think people would just assume that, like, ah, no, it's no big deal. Everything's fine. Yeah, they say cigarettes are bad bad, but like, and I get the complaint of like, they don't say cigarettes are bad. Cigarettes are bad. Yeah. I mean, I I understand the the, the complaint of like, well, I shouldn't have to do that, but I also understand why, like, you know, like you say, like a calorie count, how easy is it to go into a fast food restaurant and oh my God, dude, I had 1500 calories before finishing the meal. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. I do it. I've, I've done it a million times. Right. Now do you
1: feel like that's changed your your ordering? Do you ever look at that? I mean, you know, I feel like it's just more shame on the way home. Like right. I it's like I'm not only doing my eating all this stuff, but I can't even count up the count. I don't <laughs> I can't do the math either. Like so like I get like I, I get two times the shame there. But a bar in Toronto started doing something on uh like St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And uh that weekend and they're going to continue to do this. And we've seen more and more bars get charged with, uh, you know, like if you leave from there and drive and like kill somebody, they, you know, they are complicit in that crime. Okay. And so a bar in Toronto is looking to combat all of this. And they've now put out metal coasters in their bar. And they, it looks like an old 70s ashtray. There's like a square right there, a okay. short, like, you know, indent in there. And it's like round for the drink to go in. And in the center ring, it says this coaster used to be a car. That car never made it home. Arrivealive.org, which is basically, you know, promoting to you do not drink and drive. Okay. And I think, honestly, that this will. Now, when you're talking about the crime that can kill somebody, if you do stop one person, this is noble enough. And I think it's here's why I like it most bar owners aren't going to promote drinking less. Like, they're not allowed to drink, you know, to promote, like, hey, drink your ass off, and here's, like, the unlimited, you know, drinking contest or whatever. Like, they're not allowed to do that anymore. But most bar owners aren't going to suggest you have less drinks while in their establishment because that's part of how they're making their money. Now, food is where you make most of it, but, like, you're going to make money off of selling drinks. Obviously, that's why you're a bar. And so I I actually like this, that they're willing to take that kind of risk. Um
0: yeah, I mean, you know, you'll see, you know, bars that have, you know, what do I want to say, um, designated driver nights or something like that, where there's some sort of, you know, incentive for you not to get, you know, plastered, but you're right. For the most part, it's, it's very like,
1: I'm going to turn the other way and let this dude drink his life away.
0: It's like, it's like a casino, not not having clocks and windows where it's just like pumping oxygen in there. We've got you in here and we've got you doing what we want you to do. So keep doing that. Um, I don't know. If in the big picture, this is going to decrease anything because like... I don't know. I feel like, you know, it, it, as far as like a coaster goes, and you're probably just going to not even use it. And like, but even if it's one, even it, there's no loss in it. You you're know talking what I'm about saying? death, right? It, and right, so,
1: like, when right. it comes to that, like, if it saves like one person, you know what I mean? I know it sounds like a little idealistic. That's like one life. And it's, it's all, all worth, it. worth it. Oh my God, you sissies. But well, it's kind of, but it is true.
0: Uh, but it's not or, like, you know, but it's not like a huge investment on the other end. If it does save one life, then yes, this idea was worth it in, in the sense of it didn't cost 10 million dollars to execute these are coasters we're talking about so yeah
1: it uh, also may be smart that if one of your bartenders ever gets you know charged with overserving Or if maybe somebody slips through your fingers and, like, a proper ID wasn't checked well enough and you end up serving a minor, this may earn you a little favor the other way. Being a responsible bar owner,
0: being able to point to, hey, here's my track record of, like, X, Y, and Z. I did all these things, and I'm sorry that this happened. But, yeah, I
1: mean. The bar ownership thing gets really, really tricky, like, when you do it. Like, you know, owning it. Like, if you guys own a small business, you know. Like, it's. Sometimes the government tells you what you can and cannot do, so you don't really own it. It's more like you're running it for them. Like the, occasionally that can be the, the case. And so what I would do before I was going to do any like big promotion or anything like that, and I knew it would earn me good favor with the, with the liquor control board, is that even stuff I knew I was gonna be totally in bounds to do, I would pick up the phone and call the liquor control board and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, and I'm newer to Oregon, and so I just want to make sure I'm in bounds. And sure enough, they were like, it it earned you, like, oh, okay, you're on the up and up. You're not trying to hide anything from us. You're, you want to be open. And it did. It earned me a little credibility.
0: You can get away with so much more as a kid when you bring home a good report card. You know what I'm saying? Like, your mom's like, oh, he's trustworthy. He's fine. Four A's cover
1: up one D. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, this is one class. This isn't indicative of a, you know, an overall problem. So another doctor has been accused of mistreating patients. And the excuse he's trying to use as to how he's not guilty, you won't believe. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You may be car shopping like I just was. If you're looking for an auto loan, let me send you to CSE Federal Credit Unions, the bank I use. 100% local is one of the things I love about it. One of the many things I love about it. It's not going to cost you anything to talk to a loan specialist about some options. We'll probably even be able to get you pre-approved. So whether you're looking for your first car, new car, motorcycle, RV, ATV, no matter what it is you're looking for, CSE will have a loan for that. Check out more info, csefcu.com. I'm in a little bit of pain. I, man, buddy. Uh, I So, you know, it, it, the weather ended up being a little okay. nicer than we had imagined it was going to be yesterday. It was a little cold, but yeah. I mean, more, a little bit more sunshine than I thought we were going to get.
0: sun was shining. It felt all right out there as long as, long
1: as the wind wasn't mo- moving too hard. So I went out to Skyland Pines and hit the, uh, hit the driving range a little bit yesterday, right. right? It's like one of my favorite places to go after yeah, work. It's who he is. It's what he does. And... uh you know, we were all right. and I was hitting the ball pretty straight and pretty good and, you know, not great but not bad and I was I was having all right. Having all right time there. Right. And then I go back to the bag to switch clubs up, one of the shorter ones, grab the 9 iron. And I striped a few down the middle and then like the fifth swing with it, out of nowhere, like a shooting pain shot down my back. And so I sat on the bench right. no waited a few minutes. And I got up, and I took a few practice swings, and it seemed like it was all right. So I hit, like, six more balls, and then, no, it was like, okay, that hurts. So I looked at the guy who was hitting balls down, you know, a few stalls down from me, and I said, look, man, I'm going to leave these here, so if you want them, just go ahead and hit them. And I went home, and then I got there, and I was like, all right, well, it doesn't feel so bad. And then I, like, kind of turned on the couch to grab something off the coffee table, and it just tightened up. I got a... Shooting pain. I woke up this morning and it hurts pretty bad, man. And I'm uh, I'm unhappy about it. I wanted to go to the range again today. I bought I bought forty dollars worth of tokens yesterday. Pre bought forty dollars worth of tokens, and now like I can't go to that. Good
0: news is, is, tokens aren't going out of style. You'll be golfing all summer long, um, dude. We we I feel like we 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 had this issue. About this time last year, Stansbury, yeah. wintertime pushing himself a little bit Had too hard. Had the arm hard. issue, it's a little bit too hard. Yeah, I'm gonna learn my lesson. Yeah, That's why dude, I'm not gonna it out, go today because you did. You kept playing last year yeah. with your arm issue, and then you like kind of biffed out on, on, on yeah, your early two, spring summer. Yeah, you know, I missed golf. two
1: months of uh, you know, yeah, spring golf. So, uh, so I'm just gonna say, yeah, no, I'm gonna take the day.
0: Uh, you, see, you know, and I it's not too much to say here, Stansbury. Why don't you just lay down on the couch this <laughs> afternoon?
1: Too much I to don't know ask. if we're gonna be able to get him to do it. The, the laying down and just watching the TV. Honestly, no. I think of what I'll do today is what I did yesterday, which is I've been binge watching Game of Thrones again because they're coming back July. There we go. They've been uh, they're coming back July, so I'm like full on back in. And, and honestly, I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna like rewatch it all before the new season started. But a buddy of mine was like, "All right, man." You, you constantly talk about your little dragon show on your radio show. He's like, and so you got me so interested that it finally is like, yeah, I just started watching it. And he's like, you're right, man. It's amazing. And he started like listening to all this stuff that happened. I'm
0: glad that the little dragon show has caught on. I'm glad that that's what it's yeah, being I know, called. That's, out
1: what, there in the yeah, world, that's right? I think that honestly I think they're they may change the title for the last <laughs> season. <laughs> that brings
0: a legit smile to my face that other people now refer to that as the little dragon you
1: show. You know, and so like I've been binge watching that and like I've been burning through it. I've been doing like two episodes a day. I'm already almost done with season 3. Now, this is what like
0: the fifth time you've watched this show. I think this will be the fourth time I've watched Jeez. it all the way through. Yeah. Jeez. That's a lot of investment, man. I dude, mean, the characters are
1: so good. It's
0: not like watching a movie for the twelfth time because a movie's two hours long. I mean, this is, dude, this is twelve hours per season. You're going deep in there. What is it, seven, eight
1: seasons? Yeah, I got an important life. You know what I mean? A lot busy. of things go on. Sorry, I couldn't get back to you. It's yesterday. amazing how many text messages I reply back with. Sorry, I was busy. And it's like, no, dude, you watch Game of Thrones five times? Maybe not for the fifth time. Yeah, it's so good, though so good um, and there's so much to it that honestly you you see something else every time you watch it you learn a little bit more and it's one of those shows I've realized this like because I've seen it a couple of times I'll be a little guilty of texting through it right? and then I'm like well wait a minute I forgot about that no wait a minute what happened there what did that little dragon do right? look at that little dragon over hey. there <laughs> Quit making fun of it. The- actually you know what What She just Actually Daenerys Stormborn of House Targaryen <laughs> Shut up A true Khaleesi Mother of Dragons She's gonna take what she wants By fire and blood God Actually she just used her dragons To uh to, to Well free slaves And then uh Have them fight in her army As free men The Unsullied Wolf I have watched like
0: The 1992 Royal Rumble 17 times <laughs> And still Somehow this feels like A bigger waste of time <laughs> um, you know what you should Start watching And uh, you know Everybody was hot on this 10 years ago Because it was really cool And it has came back Uh, Planet Earth 2 If you're If yeah. you're even slightly Into that type of stuff Dude Yeah I do like dude, that stuff Phenomenal All 7 episodes so far Have been great Is that right? Yeah I mean like And obviously the first series Like the first run Of Planet Earth Was really really good But you just gotta think About how much better Cameras are How much better The technology is How, how much, much better The weed is I mean, now dude, And honestly You combine all those What things is it one, with weed heads
1: And like you know the nature shows there. Is, there is like a correlation. Oh, well,
0: dude! I mean, you've you've said it plenty of times. You're Standing out there in the golf course by yourself, and it's just like trees, man. Look man, at it, man. Trees, dude. Look at it.
1: Yeah, right. that's true.
0: Now, nah, Planet Earth, too. Really, really good, dude.
1: Really good. All right, I'll check that out. I also want to watch the new Dave Chappelle um, uh, specials on Netflix, so that might be part of what I do today versus golf. I've heard pretty
0: glowing reviews of it.
1: I mean, Imagine that. One of well, the greatest stand ups of all time does it and does it well.
0: But you took such a long break, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm
1: not, right, that can happen, but I think with him, what you're more likely having happen with him is instead of beating you up every year with some new set that I halfway wrote, and here's some other stuff of my old stuff still worked in, and I wrote like four three new sets, you know, versus, you know, to break the hour up. I think he takes a while and then gives you, like, an honest-to-God Real new set. I think
0: at this point too, you've got Dave Chappelle mostly remembered for the Chappelle Show. I think that's what people associate. Oh, with for him sure, with. that's what. And people and, think and, of. and like it's easy to overlook uh, overlook him as a great comedian, as a great stand up, you know, comedian. Like it, it's very easy just to which be which is like,
1: crazy because Killing Them Softly right. was so good, but like, it just so good
0: speaks to how big the Chappelle Show was. Was that yeah. you know in your mind you think of him as more of a sketch artist, a character artist, you know, a, well, a
1: I know. I mean, I, I'll tell you this: like that show was such a big piece of pop culture that the opening theme for the last radio show I did was the Chappelle Show theme. Which, I mean, honestly, like that show you right. huge.
0: So when he comes out and does stand up, it's almost like, oh my god, Dave Chappelle! I didn't even know he could do stand up. Right. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He can. <laughs> yeah so yeah, apparently, yeah. he's got two new specials. Everybody that has watched them seems to be like giving glowing reviews yeah. of them online. It seems like you know people are like, dude, I literally laughed out loud. Actually, a, a coworker of ours, Meg White said she was on the elliptical and was watching it. And said she had to get off of it because wow. she was like, I was laughing so hard. I was like putting myself in danger. So I'm interested to see that. There you go. We've heard a few stories, you know, uh, you know, while doing this program of doctors, you know, being inappropriate with their patients. Right. And it's just true. You put some men, not all, but some men in a position of power. They will abuse it on a sexual level some way, somehow.
0: Any, right? gr- any group of people. And obviously, there's a lot of doctors in the world. And yeah, any group of people, there's going to be bad apples in it across the board. Doesn't matter who you are. So, of
1: course, doctors are. Yeah, but imagine that that's going to happen. Now
0: the thing I'll say about that is is doctors is definitely one of those positions in life you just inherently trust. It's 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 like I'm not gonna trust just some random guy that works at a fast food joint or work at a car stop or work at you know any million different like day to day jobs, but okay. a doctor, you trust him to be a moral person, which is
1: crazy. You do. Like you, do. you see you see white coat, you also know at least probably two degrees, and so you think better person than me. Which is a nuts? That's absolutely crazy. You you always say that that like smock, yeah. and now people think smart. Right? Yeah.
0: You, you see someone walking in the grocery store, some lady wearing scrubs, like, oh my god, she's got to be like the most important medical professional in the world, and it's like, no, bitch, I just clean teeth. Like, I'm not am I smarter <laughs> than you. I
1: mean, there's color coding, much like restaurant shirts. Right. Like I don't know what they are, but right. there's blue smocks, there seems to be that off purple smock, there seems to be pink ones, and it's like that's your level of who you are or whatever. I don't know which ones are which, but that's the way it works. But a doctor now has been accused of mistreating a few female patients, and i am I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I think when you are accused by multiple people of not only sexual harassment, but you do it in the same exact fashion, multiple women had claimed that this man had rubbed his genitals on their leg. Like, it found a way to be standing close enough to them in a certain way to where you could tell he was trying to, like, rub his genitals up and down their leg. Now, that's a very specific way to be creepy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's oh, not yeah. just saying something inappropriate. Like that's that's a very defined way to be creepy. More than one woman said it, so I'm like, all right, well, there's a little smoke. There's probably going to be fire here.
0: It's certainly not the same thing as like, eh, well, I made the same joke to three different women, and boy, that was a bad idea. Didn't fly. But like, you're rubbing your genitals on their leg. Right. And as Stansberry was describing that, he did this like weird like hip I, well, I rotation did it in the thing. Chair. Yeah, rubbing it helps genitals. me sell it. Yeah, it's weird. Phantom
1: wants me to rub my genitals it's, on his leg. It was weird. It's not even seven o'clock. So I would think he was probably guilty here. There's another woman that says, you know, he reached into my blouse and, you know, started massaging my breasts. Now, see, that one's a little different. But if you're going to rub your genitals on somebody's leg, you're probably yeah. not going to stop there. It's probably going to, you know what I mean? That's wildly inappropriate. So you're probably going to be able to be doing something else.
0: Once you cross the line, you're, you're across the line. Obviously, you, you, you feel bold enough to do that. You feel bold enough to do other things.
1: Now, since birth, when the human being... Has been caught yeah. in the act. Yeah. The level of excuse as to which you didn't do it—I didn't do it—is always insane. It go goes all the way back to the old joke of the dog ate my homework. Okay, right? right. Everybody's trying to find the excuse that is either so believable or so crazy you'd have to believe it.
0: Okay, and you can't so, make this up, right? right. Okay, all right.
1: and so this doctor feels like he has the best reason as to why he can't be guilty of this and he claims that he would be unable to rub his genitals on a female patient's leg while examining them because he's so obese that he has a flap of fat that comes over and actually covers his penis and genitals what an embarrassing way to try to get out of something right I've got that, uh, that fat fold over my dog. <laughs> oh, I mean, Jesus I dude. am a fat person. I'm a gluttonous person. I like eating way too much. But if it got to the point where I was literally lifting you know, flaps of skin to urinate, at that point, I think i probably shoot myself in the head. I would, I would say, well, or, I'll get it together, i die, die, maybe, it, and, like, maybe, stay, maybe hit an elliptical, <laughs> no, I think i just pull the trigger, you've gone too far, it's off the deep end, you can't trust yourself around the cheesecake, bam, it's over. Like, obviously, you could still do this to women. Like, how pathetic is this guy, where, like, that's what he's going to, oh, no, are you going to defend I, him? No, I'm not
0: trying to defend the guy, I'm just trying to come up with, is this a viable like thing, could your fat be so far over your penis that you couldn't rub your penis on a leg I think that's I mean now, Do I think this guy did it? Yes But do I think that's Possible? Yeah dude I mean You I mean, see some fat really like, Really fat And like that odd body You know That 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 comes with that
1: Like sometimes people are And, and I'm not trying to make fun of, Well yes I am I, I don't know why I say that I am trying to make fun of people Like sometimes people are so fat Like you see shapes That you didn't know Humans could come in Right <laughs> You know, it's like, wait a minute. I didn't even know you could do that. It's, it's, it's the
0: fupa region. The fat upper pubic region is what people call it. And I can definitely make room for if that was if you were so obese and it was hanging over. Maybe you couldn't access it.
1: And we talked about this before on the program, too. There are studies that say, not even study science says, like, the fatter you get, your penis will retreat.
0: Well, yeah, because that fat pushes
1: out, and it's you know I mean?
0: essentially pulling your like penis it, back in. Like, your
1: penis thinks it's ready for the battle, but, like, and again, going back to my dragon show, like, <laughs> Stannis Baratheon realizes, no, we have been vested. We have been vested, and the penis just runs off the battlefield looking for the red woman, and she can't help you. She can't not help you. God, that is terrible. What an excuse now, that
0: is. But it's not it's not like it's not like people that of that size aren't having sex. I mean, you know they're they're still out there doing it. Is it
1: like a you lift and bang
0: situation? you got to hold the belly up
1: yeah i would have to assume so dude i gotta tell you even guys my size can get winded during sex like i, I mean For anyone you, yeah you get, right you get flaps going and all this other time how do you even get enough Well, i guess right a body that just you know is in motion will stay in like once you get something that big rocking it'll probably just go back and forth on it's like its titanic own. yeah you can't like the weight will just carry you into the vagina there all right that's Jeez. probably you know what
0: sorry fat people <laughs> I, f- I, think it's,
1: I think it's the regular people that <laughs> we got to be worried about the, what we just said. Not that if you're fat, you're not regular. I'm sorry. Just quit re- writing hate mail. Quit writing it. We'll, uh, you know what? Here's what we'll do. We'll give you corn tickets at 730. You
0: don't have to eat any corn, <laughs> though.
1: No vegetables. All, all
0: day today. No vegetables.
1: 730. More Ray Show coming your way next. Hang on. Hey, what's up? It's Kramer, and I like good-looking women. You do, too, don't you? Hey,
0: I'm giving away VIP parties to the Diamond Royale in Canton. You and
1: 19 buddies can party with these girls at the Diamond. To win, text the word Diamond to 57739. That's Diamond with your first and last name to 57739. Standard text and data rates apply. You'll receive a confirmation phone call. You must be 21 or older to enter the Diamond Royale, Munson Street in Canton, and the Diamond Lodge, Route 14 in Rootstown. 6-9. Welcome back to the program. We'll get joked up with a pair of corn tickets, 7-30 this morning. They're playing Blossom August 2nd, bringing Stone Sour too. We'll pass those out. We might make it a rule you gotta take me. I kinda wanna go to that show, man. I know I said yesterday I'm not crazy about the bagpiping and the like, but... It's not all their songs. No, corn's alright.
0: Jonathan Davis will do it once. You
1: know, I saw them at um, CSU with Puddle of Mud when they were like, still like, good. Like, where you'd want to see him before, like, he became, like, a total mess? Okay. Honestly, I'd probably want to see him more now. Really?
0: Well, dude, who knows what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? This could be the, the, you know, any concert they perform, this could be the one where he, like, you know, West just had another run-in.
1: Like, there was, I forget what the details were, but there was just another run-in, I think, late last week where he was on stage and something happened. That's what happens when Fred Durst gives you fame. Yeah. I God, I forgot that's how that came to be. Limp Biscuit, baby, I forgot that's how that came to be. You know, we did a show with them actually at the Agora years ago, it was before I worked there. And Trust Company opened up for Puddle of Mud. Like that was, like, yeah, it was a weird show, but it, I mean, that was like right as that record was breaking. And Wes was actually really decent. Signed everything for every fan. Took all the photos. He was actually really decent. And then just you know, some say there was a relationship. It was really all about this one woman, and it kind of went bad, and he just went down the rabbit hole. I mean, and if you listen to some of his songs, it sounds like that's what he does. Like he just ruins relationships.
0: Woman named drugs, right there, dude. That's you alcohol.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he's obviously on the drugs. A lot of the drugs. It I mean, didn't like. wasn't it late like late last year? He was screaming from the stage. Somebody tried to steal his house. Yeah. Like, yeah like, was it something, nah, like, something really crazy yeah. there. I think his home was
0: being foreclosed on or something, and he just started going off about it. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: I know he flaked on a few shows yeah. and like didn't show up to a bunch of stuff. So I was actually just reading this thing at actually at, uh, at Blabbermouth too, where Chester Bennington is now wants to defend Linkin Park because people don't like the, the like his fans don't like the direction. Well, we played that that song New Tur- Heavy Tuesday, and it was bad. I mean, it, it was. I mean it was bad. And he's saying, you know, we we've, we've been writing pop records forever, and like, yeah. you know, it, it, he's like, we took risks as far back as our third record, and you know... Look, I get it. Push yourself creatively because that's what they always say, and that's sure enough, that's what he said. I understand that. But they're... (laughs) At some point you gotta give the fans what they want And I know Jesus See like here's the thing like I wouldn't have even guessed that To be Lincoln Park had I not known Thought it was
0: 21 Pilots
1: Yeah a little bit bit. And look people are crazy about 21 Pilots But I mean every big band has kind of been through this Pearl Jam went through this You're like Neil Young ruined Pearl Jam Metallica went through this Like every big band kind of goes through this Where you want to do something different because you've been out a while now and you feel like you want to make records for you
0: and that's fine it is i mean uh, who are we to to know re-release hybrid theory right. right come on
1: make records for you fine but recognize that they're for you and that your audience might not go along with you you know what i mean and so i think Lashing out almost seems crazy. And
0: don't expect there not to be frustration. I mean, like, if you identify as a fan of something, you have expectations of it. There's no question
1: about it. You do. Those are unfair, but welcome to the world.
0: I don't even know. I mean, you have expectations. They're not obligated to 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 live up to them for you. But like you know, it's just like anything else where y- y- your con- your decisions have 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 consequences, good and bad. And when you decide, hey, I'm making a song for me as opposed to I'm making a song for the audience, well, there's going to be a counterpunch right. to
1: that. Yeah. Everything- park. Shut up when I'm talking to you. Yeah, he's all. Yeah, you know, he's all like in defense mode. Normally when you get that defensive it's cuz you know you might have screwed up a little. But I, you know, it's a lot of speculation. It's that new Lincoln Park right here, baby, that's terrible. Do you know where Wayne right is? Wayne County? Okay. So like South of here, obviously. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. It's down by like Eurexville, in that general vicinity. You'd have to go south of Dover and Philly. You okay. Got, I mean, you just keep, you keep going south, and eventually you're running into it. I'm not sure I've been there. I, I think it's a. Um, you can hear Rock 106.9 there. Right? Yes, but okay. it's it's a uh, it's one of those cities that's a a, a small blip on the map for T County. So you know it's Jeez. not. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like wow. a, it's
1: not a booming metropolis by any stretch of the okay. imagination. Well, there's a horrific story coming out of Wainwright. Okay where police say three family members have done the unthinkable. Okay. And, I, you know, I always say I don't find a lot to be offensive. And I, and I feel like the society jumps on the word offensive really easily. And I'm not going to go down that path, but I do believe I'm right about that. But I have said many, many times that I feel like stolen valor is really offensive to me. I was like, I don't, I like, there are certain lines I would never cross. And I would never have claimed to have fought in a war that I didn't, because I just think it's very disrespectful. And so, and I'm not even sure why, because like my dad was a Vietnam vet, but he didn't talk about it a lot. But I really find like when you mistreat a veteran that I don't, that doesn't sit well with me. And I don't know where that really comes from. Because like I said, I didn't serve, my brother didn't serve, my dad did, but he didn't talk about it a lot. It wasn't like a military household that I was in.
0: I think a lot of people look at stuff like that and they want to uh, seem like a better person to themselves, so that's why it's like whether it's vets or Maybe whatever that is what I'm doing. whatever your cause is, and I mean, I think everyone's guilty of it, I don't think it's exclusive to you. I think it's whatever you feel like you've identified. It's like, well yeah, of course that's my thing, and that's what I f- feel so passionately about because it does. It gives you that feeling of like, eh, I'm a good guy. Good
1: job. I think what, part of what it, yeah, I think part of what it is is that I know I don't respect a lot my of freedoms enough. Part. Like you know what I mean like I like i it it's one of those things that, like everybody else, I take it totally for granted, of course, and so like when I see something wrong to a vet, it like it it makes me aware of that, and then I don't like what I see in myself there,
0: yeah, and I, like I said, I don't think that's exclusive to you, I think we all have it, you know what I mean it's just how how you know we might all it kind of it manifests itself in different ways for different people
1: and so a seventy one year old vet Bob Harris had passed away, but Due to a welfare check by like the government, you know agency, they sure. found out somebody was still using his debit card for his benefits. That's the way they give you your benefits now. It's on a plastic debit card, I okay. would imagine. All right, so cops kind of figure out there might be something weird going on here, right? So they get a search warrant, and they search the home. This was on uh, back on Tuesday, twenty first. And when they start walking through the home, they realize that there was a badly decomposed, reading now from Fox 8, mostly skeletonized body lying in the living room. God, The body in the
0: living room, in the living room, Oh my God,
1: body uncovered, lying in the open and decomposing only feet away from where the three people that were remaining living in the home had been sleeping. What? So now they're trying to figure out what the cause of death was. Now three people lived in the home a father a mother and their daughter and they have been charged with several crimes the 49 year old father faces gross abuse of a corpse i'm guessing that's just leaving it there and not reporting it not getting it to right. you know disposed of properly theft and failure to report knowledge of death okay that's okay. going to be a very serious thing his wife faces those charges and their 18 year old daughter has also been charged with failure to report knowledge of a death and abuse you know abuse of a corpse now I don't want to say I understand it, but I understand thievery, right? Like, I get, like, okay, right. let's take advantage, let's steal this debit card, let's use it, as, you know, let's make sure we can do this.
0: Money for nothing and chicks for free, man. Yeah, I get Absolutely. it, I get it. Like, w- 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 Welcome to being a human being, right. right? It doesn't make justify it, but, okay, you understand why you do it. I get how people steal,
1: right. yes. But there's nothing in the crime you're trying to commit that would require the dead body to be yeah. in the living room. You could just as easily, it's the mailbox is essentially all you need. So why are you leaving this body? I mean, dude, it was to the point where they, I mean, decomposes what they're saying. Right. The stench of that. I mean, honestly, depending on... I don't know, Wayne, right? I don't know what the neighborhoods are like, but if your neighbor's house is close enough and windows were cracked, oh, you're yeah. smelling that.
0: Oh, dude, if there's a dead body on my street in my neighbor's house, there's no question as I go out my front door, you going to be... Na- yeah,
1: yeah I've no, been in your there's house. There's no question.
0: You, you would smell that for there, sure. No question, and, and, and I, I, I can't understand, like... This guy. So this guy was living with them. This this was a roommate situation. If or I'm reading
1: this right, it sounds like all four of them were living together, living in yes. that house
0: together. Um, and and they don't know how he died. No suspicion of foul play or anything like that. It, they're it, investigating. Okay. I'm,
1: I'm I'm guessing now that we're a couple of days <sighs> later, I, I'm sure like uh, you know they have seen him. The coroner's probably seen him, and they're going to be able to like pinpoint it soon. i I'm, would
0: think. I'm, I'm sure there was a little bit of like that day one when he died, and we we're like, all right, we're going to start stealing his welfare check or whatever they were stealing whether it was a pension or whatever um i'm sure the conversation and the thought went through of like all right well what are we going to do with the body and you can't do anything. It's a body. You don't want to necessarily just like toss it in the trunk and like go dump it off somewhere. So you you really would be cautious of what you did with it. Mm -hmm. But the last thing I'm doing with it is just leaving it in my living room. The
1: last thing that I'm doing with it. I mean, that's leaving evidence just sitting in the middle of your living room. Now, I've told this story a few times, but a buddy of mine's got a mom, obviously, but she lives right outside the French Quarter in New Orleans. And so I've been to Mardi Gras a handful of times, right? And we went down there and, you know, uh, the cemeteries are a big deal in New Orleans because they're above ground and they're tombs and like that kind of thing. And so you want to tour them because they've all been in movies and they've all, you know what I mean? It's like this actor stood right here for this film and it's like that kind of thing. They take you on a tour and they walked us around the side of the building and in one of the dumpsters was a casket that was freshly cracked and they had moved the body because, again, the water gets in there above ground, that whole thing. And so they changed the casket of this body. And it wasn't even, we weren't even around the corner. I couldn't even see the thing yet. And then the, the smell, like felt, it felt like I could feel my nose hairs burning. That's how rancid, that's the word, rancid that it smelled. Putrid would be another one where it's just like, honestly, like if I think it. If I think about it like I am right now, I can almost taste that stench (sighs) in the back of my throat. (sighs) That's how bad a dead body smells. How are you falling asleep with that?
0: And people become nose blind to stuff. They do, but it's a dead body. Yeah, like I can't smell weed in my
1: apartment. It's a dead body. But that's a dead body. So you know that's uh, happening locally there out of Wainwright. So dude, dude. yeah, I hope those people honestly, like I said, I I just do. When you do a veteran wrong, I just it just doesn't sit well with me. I hope they serve a lot of time. Yeah,
0: yeah, no question about it. They're on the wrong
1: there. Yeah, I hope you serve a lot of time. We have corn tickets. You'll have them next. Hang on.
0: Uh, yo, guys, it is Fantone from the Stansberry Show, and it has been one year since I've had my LASIK surgery done at the Roholt Vision Institute, and let me tell you, I could not be happier with the results. And of course, a huge part of that is how well I'm seen, dude. I have 2015 vision, which is better than perfect. And along with the great vision, let me tell you about the convenience. I mean, my life is so much easier without looking for my glasses all the time or having to worry about my contacts. Do I need to order them? Do I need more solution? That's all off my plate now so if you've been thinking about lasik surgery let me tell you now is the time to act go see if you're a good candidate and find out their financing options at rollholdvision.com we took sushi okay. Let's let's take this
1: okay. okay and everybody knows that i have a little bit of a road rage issue okay and i've been trying to get it under control because people die all the time now over this stuff. you yell right. at the wrong person in traffic guns get pulled next thing you know right there's fatalities right One of the things that I find very dangerous on the road is not only the driving and texting, which I see all the time now, um, but I worry about old drivers. Yeah. It's Uh, something to be concerned about. And I, I... and it's very tricky because the no human beings, it's much like your fingerprint, no human being is the same. So there is, you, you hear people say this all the time. I heard this about Nick Saban yesterday. Well, he's a young 65. And that is a real thing. Like, there are people who are 70... Who are like, oh, God. And then there are young 70-year-olds. Yeah, spi. I
0: mean, we, uh, uh, I think we had a whole segment a couple weeks ago about 70-year-olds at Sandsbury wants to bang. So, yeah, there's plenty of 70-year-olds there. There are slable.
1: 70-year-old bangable chicks. I'm, I'm for sure. <laughs> we did I'm, a
0: whole segment on it. I know. Just t- yeah, it was like 13 <laughs> minutes long.
1: Couldn't stop listening to them. So there are young, spry 70-year-olds.
0: I understand where this is coming from in the sense of you have to be concerned about older drivers, but like... what's the answer there? Do we treat? I mean, uh, you have to be concerned about younger drivers too. drivers under the age of 25 aren't as experienced. So we should we be, should we, should we hold that same standard to them too? Well,
1: I think, well, let's be honest about the fact that a 22 year old person has more places to go. Has okay. to be more places. My guess is that if you're past seventy, you're probably done working. Well, and then it's Easter, and all right, you got to go to your, you know, you got to go to your daughter-in-laws, but you know, your son's going to come pick you up and bring you.
0: Right, but how many of those old ass seventy-year-olds don't have that son that loves them? You know, they're out there by themselves, just kind of waiting to die, well, they die off, already. working at the Walmart. You know, working as a Walmart greeter, waving people as they come in. Somebody's got to take them up there, and I,
1: dude, if he wants to drive his old Cadillac up there, who am I to tell him? now? Well, oh, th- this is okay. where I'll tell you right now who. We- <laughs> (laughs) Are this right here because apparently, over there at least, and I would imagine that this is these numbers are probably on par or maybe even higher in the states. But drivers aged 75 or older were responsible for 13% of fatal traffic accidents. Okay. Okay, so now we're talking where somebody died. This wasn't just like hey, I hit my bumper in the drive-through. This is like you killed somebody. Now that's people over
0: the age of 70. So we're talking about uh, 75.
1: 75. So, sorry, so we're talking yeah.
0: about 75 to 100 essentially cuz most people aren't alive at 100. So you've got 20, right. you've got 25 years there. What percentage of accidents that were fatal are are from twenty five to fifty? What percentage are from sixteen to twenty five? I just feel like well, you know, they, is they it unfair?
1: right. Well, they've come up with a system for the older end, and we okay. maybe not have the right system for the younger end. But I like this system. So what they're going to do is a funeral home is going to give you a fifteen percent discount <laughs> on your funeral. <laughs> If you're willing to come in and surrender your driver's license. Now, we laugh because it is funny. Yeah. But funeral costs are huge. Yeah. And so if you don't want to pass that on to your, you know, to your children or whoever it may be that's taking care of your estate when you go, what better way to get a big chunk of that off? Right. I think the average funeral is what? Ten grand. Gotta be. I forget what my mom paid, but it was a ton.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean it's certainly it's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's and, a ton. Uh, you know, there's there's no question about it. So fifteen percent, you know. So really here's awful. the thing:
1: we're gonna get rid of, we're gonna not get rid of, but we'll reduce the thirteen percent of fatal traffic accidents that happened. And you get money off of something that you're gonna need a week from now. So like, what the hell are we? On? I mean, right? This is brilliant. I I leave fe- it to the Japanese, dude. I feel like you got a blue
0: ray. Don't you dare <sighs> knock them. I feel like. Um. Yes, there is a point, but you're treating elderly people like
1: how we should be, <sighs> like they're not like, adults. No, we're treating you like there's something past adult, and there is. You're in the mm. do. You're 75. You're in the on deck circle for death. Like I don't want to hear it. You are.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you're almost taking like their. They're right Which is crazy when you think about
1: the fact that we just elected a 70-year-old. I mean, people who are present are constantly, routinely 70. There is a weird thing that happens there. For some reason, we think unless you are old, you don't know enough. But I'm telling you, old drivers are dangerous. You get a lot of the swerving in and out of lane. I'm telling you. Now, now 13% of fatal car accidents. We're talking old people.
0: Ah, dude, they're crapping their pants. They're drinking Metamucil. They're, they're swerving around in that old Cadillac. But, dude, I feel oh, like. Oh, here he,
1: he goes. What, they're all Jack Lane now? <laughs> I feel like.
0: I feel like that young people are probably worse, dude. Honestly, yes. For every one old ass geezer that you get out there who just fell asleep behind the wheel or whatever, you've got 75 young kids texting and doing all that. And I'm not saying, like, you know, millennials are the only people texting to. Behind the wheel,
1: but. But what I'm gonna say about that, Fantone, is just because there's another end of this on the younger side doesn't mean you don't take the precautionary measures at this side. Because, like I said, some of those young people are driving around because their parents can't take them to work, and like we're trying to get these people acclimated to the workforce. You're 75. Your work's been done. It's done. You know what your job is now? Passing out candy with hair on it. That's your job now that you're 75. Give us the driver's license. I'll tell you what, I would make funerals free. If you gave him the driver's license, I don't know who pays for that. Not me. Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. Bernie would sign off on that. I think I'm onto it, and by me, I mean the <laughs> the Japanese. <laughs> I think the Japanese are onto it. We'll get you hooked up with those corn tickets. Let's do that next on Rock 106.9. this rock's Rock 1069. 106.9 We have corn tickets. We'll pass those out here shortly. 1-800-450-7625 The number you need on those. we will do it here in just a few minutes. You know, I just, you know, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and I don't know why I do it because all I ever do is get annoyed by it, but like you know all of these you know here's 12 signs of that you're an extroverted introvert and it's like you know what those are 12 signs of that you're impossible to be around and quit trying to find justification of why nobody wants to hang out with you be a better <laughs> effing freaking person i'm so saying dude which you do which friends member are you none of them you're not cool enough to be even chandler you couldn't even be ross like i got which 80s hairband are you Dude, let me get this. You people know how this works, right? Do Motley m- Cruz your favorite band? You answer the questions that lead you down to the path to where they tell you you're Mick You're not Mick No, you're not. And, like, I just. All right. I gotta breathe, dude. Just gotta, gotta breathe, man. It's been a while since I let the pressure out, and I'm just screaming at you about something absolutely does not matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Stansbury Show.
1: Come on. That's not all that happens. <laughs> And yes, you dicks, I've eaten. <laughs> this is, I'm not hungry yet. I just had cereal. Making the announcement, I believe, just yesterday. This is online for you, WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section. Josh Cribs, done. Going to retire officially as a Cleveland Brown. Now, I found this to be interesting. All right? Because I have some Josh, Crown, uh, Josh Cribs uh, stats here. Okay. All right? And everybody was all going to murder the Cleveland Browns because they let Terrell Pryor go. Right. They just let him go. And he was pay the man. He And I said, he was the second version of pay the man. And the first version was Josh Cribbs. And I said, back when Josh Cribbs was looking for all that money, I would have never given him that money, ever. Because he was getting you, he was returning the ball to the 40, but your offense couldn't get you to the 50. So a return man wasn't going to do you any good. We didn't have a good roster, so it's like that wasn't going to be the thing that did it. So let him walk, let him go. I would have totally been all right with letting Cribbs go. All right now, not that I hate him, not that he sucks, not that it's all this stuff, this stuff. But at the end of the day, dude, money makes money, and it, 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 dude, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense, and that's just welcome to business. Um, and I have yeah, some Josh Cribbs numbers
0: here. There's limited. There's limited value in a special teams player. At the end of the day, that's what the guy was. You can talk about, no, well, sometimes he ran the wildcat offense and something. Dude, No, he was a special teams player. And no
1: matter how good you are there, there's limited value. Right. In it. Steve Tasker may be the best special teams player of all time. And he was still just T- Steve Tasker. Like that's, I mean, there's only so much. It's a big part. I mean, it's a part of the game. It's the third, third of the, of the game, game, third of the game. But he was a return specialist. And much like prior, I just felt like he was a little, like, dude, You're what you're asking for is a little crazy for what it is you do. So here's some Cribs numbers. Three Pro Bowl selections. Okay. All right, that one I'll kind of give you. All right. Right, that's, you know, that's your peers and everybody saying, you know what, you're all right. Okay. Eight kickoff return touchdowns. Eight? Yeah. Okay. 11 Cleveland Brown return records. Okay. Career kickoff return yards 11,113, if I'm reading this right. And if this is punt returns, it's 13,000, just under 500. 13,500. That's pay the man? We get caught up in the emotion of watching these dudes on TV, and like you see breakaway plays and highlight reels, and it makes you think these dudes are worth way more money than what they're worth.
0: Well, and you also have to factor in with the Browns fan base, is that when you're so used to being crapped on, somebody that that pees on you isn't nearly as bad. You know what I mean? It's not nearly as bad. You're like, I'm used to dodging turds. (laughs)
1: Sorry, I'm like now wrapping up in my head which one of those I find to be worse to have like running down my leg. Um,
0: I, uh, I think another big part of the Josh Gribbs story in, in Northeast Ohio is the fact that Josh Gribbs is a Northeast Ohio dude via Kent State. Well, I mean he went
1: to Kent State. I mean he's not from Ohio, well, but yeah, he went to Kent but State. There's still that—that's the hometown story, right? At that point, it does—it it does make you one of ours. Golden flashes, yeah. baby, Yo, exactly. Yeah, Roman Burgers, baby. I'll give him that, and that—and that's does. It kind of makes you one of ours.
0: But and, but we all get such a hard on for that as Browns fans. We're all like, "Oh, Brian Hoyer, that's dude. You know what, Mitch Trubisky, that's the guy that we should go and get. Josh Gribbs, pay him." everything and yes dude the hometown story is nice when it works but it's not worth
1: investing it, into when it doesn't work would have never given that kid all that money ever would have never done it
0: it's kind of funny that Josh Cribs is retiring as a Cleveland Brown in 2017 when was the last time he played NFL football well didn't he last play for the Oakland Raiders I remember he played for the Colts I think he played for the Jets right Jeez. So, so did he? I, I didn't mean, realize he moved around that much. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been at least. I remember him playing for the Colts. I re- I remember him playing for the Jets. Did he played for the Raiders, dude. It, well, there we go, though. I mean, we're we're talking about. I'm I'm betting he hasn't played football in the NFL since 14 or 15, right? I was gonna say
1: 13, but you may be right. Now, have you ever met the man? I've not. Great dude. I've not. Like honestly, you couldn't ask to meet a better guy. Like Josh Cribbs, solid human being. So, what's happening here? Is that he's going to retire a Brown and then they're going to end up working him into a job, not the GM position, but like a job in the front office or player relations or something like that. I'm all for that because Josh is a great dude. Like He's a good person.
0: And obviously, you know, that's important to have player relationships. I want good people around the franchise.
1: So I'm all for it. And again, like I'm not saying he sucks. I'm just saying we got caught up in the emotion and the highlight reel mentality, and we thought that he would. We overvalued Josh Cribbs, is essentially what I'm saying. Uh,
0: Josh Cribbs last played in the NFL for the Indianapolis Colts in 2014. It was the last time okay. he played. Did play for the Jets and did play for the Raiders as well. So we were right on all fronts there.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Good job, us. Catch a little highlight reel of Cribbs, and I will admit that that when you when you kicked the ball off and he caught it, he. W- I mean, it was fun to watch. He was special. Because that was the fun
0: 45 seconds of the Browns game. Everything else sucked.
1: The other three hours were terrible.
0: (laughs) Everything else sucked.
1: If I stuck thumbtacks in your eyes all day and then showed you gay porn, you're going to ask for more gay porn. Like, what a weird analogy that
0: was. Thumbtacks and gay dudes. All right. All right. We're the
1: guy. Sure. All right. Let's pass out these corn tickets. They're playing August 2nd, Blossom Music Center. We'll take caller 20 right now at 1-800- 450-7625. Again, that number, 1-800-450-7625. Getting you hooked up with corn tickets. And a new law coming to Ohio, and they're going to take more rights away from you. Next on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. Online at wrqk.com. I get asked a lot. I'm kind of in between jobs, Sansbury. I need to find some work. Who do you know that's hiring? Well, Gervasi Vineyard and the Twisted Olive were both hiring some seasonal help. They're looking for servers, bartenders, bussers, hostesses, cooks, dishwashers, grounds and maintenance crews, villa room attendants, everything. All right? So here's what they're going to do. You can get an on-the-spot interview. You can do that at Gervasi, Tuesday, March 28th from 3 to 5, and then Thursday, March 30th from 5 to 7. Or you can get an on-the-spot interview at the Twisted Olive, Wednesday, April 5th from 1 to 4, or Thursday, April the 6th, from 3 to 6. Online applications are strongly recommended in advance. And for more details, you can visit the employment page at gervasivineyard.com. Now, earlier, Fantone was saying this, and he's so right about it, that this is a way for you to pick up a job with not just a restaurant, but a brand. Right. And that's becoming a bigger and bigger word these days, brand. And Gervasi is a strong brand. And you were right about this. Like When like, the Pro Football Hall of Fame festivities start coming around, right. this is the kind of place where those people go. Right. Your tips are going to be better. So if you're looking for a good job, visit the employment page at GervasiVineyard.com.
0: And no joke, dude, Twisted Olive, delicious. Yeah, it is pretty the good. Chronic.
1: Okay, now you read something during the break. Yeah. And you said to me, he looked across the board at me, and he said, I have a Trump quote. I don't want to tell you, but we, he's like, like, we got to go on the air with this Trump quote. And so I don't know. I haven't seen this yet, but I trust you here. And apparently, you have a new Trump quote. Yeah.
0: Okay. This comes from an interview that just got um, released via Time Magazine. Okay. And in it, uh, one of the Time Magazine reporters, obviously talking with President Trump, one of the big things they're talking about is credibility of the White House and and making sure you know the information coming from the White House is factual and correct and and and, 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 and tested and made sure that it's that it's all correct. And so, I mean, on the ground floor, we all want that, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> I mean. I mean at minimum, everybody
0: would like that. Everybody would like that. I would like to think that, that statements from the White House are factually correct. I would like to think that. Um, uh, so in this interview, obviously, a couple different things get brought up in, okay. in, 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 you know, whether it's the Russian ties or the wiretapping or all these different things. And things kind of seem to be getting a little bit testing. Now, this is just via text. I haven't like okay. watched the interview, but the interview is ended um, by President Trump. When, when the question is generally, um, how can there be a line of credibility when your tweets are wrong? And, you know, obviously, I don't think President Trump appreciates that question too much. And he ends it saying, hey, and this is a quote. Okay. Hey, look, in the meantime, I guess I can't be doing so badly because I'm president and you're not, you know, <laughs> say hello to everybody. Okay. Interview over.
1: Did he say interview over? No, he didn't. Okay, but that's the end of the interview. Okay. okay. Interview. Honestly, it would have been better had he said that.
0: Hey, look, in the meantime, I guess. I can't be doing so badly because I'm president and you're not. Wow, dude. Wow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he is the greatest man. He's the greatest. The balls in the
0: statement. You know what I'm saying. You're saying to a reporter, "I'm president, and you're not." Now, I what?
1: Please, what? I don't want to get too carried away here, but like we've seen, even fantastic uh, you know presidents go through periods where the approval rating's really low. Right? Because you're sure. doing things sure. and we don't know how quite how it's gonna level out yet, so everybody's in a well, I don't know. Well, and so it
0: takes a dip. Let's not act like Quinnipiac polls are necessarily the um the most accurate thing in the world. We've I think everybody I think everybody can agree that twenty sixteen proved that. So, you know, you gotta take everything with a grain of salt. And
1: but I mean, from what I read yesterday, and I don't know again, I don't know who I can trust reading anymore, but Multiple sources that said we're at, like, historic all-time lows for a president. As far as approval rating goes Because when I first saw his approval rating went down I was like, ah, oh, well, I mean, that kind of happens I remember it going down with Obama Because he did a few things And then, you know, the whole oh. country was like Well, we don't know how this is going to work yet And so people are just a little cautious
0: And as we sit, you know, two months two months deep into a presidency There's a little bit of the luster is, has worn off for anybody It's like, yeah, everybody was so excited when we got you elected And we love you and you're the best And then it turns boring and it's like, yeah. oh my god, I don't care Yeah, I don't approve of him anymore So it, that's going to happen, but no question the,
1: But as the unpopular guy Everybody likes me guy. I'm a deal striker guy. I bet when he goes to bed at night, that number is actually killing him inside. Wow. I'm just guessing. Right? And I think it's honestly, and I think we've seen a little bit of this, he's a little too guilty of maybe overreacting because of things like that. And he'll start saying things. And he gets a little defensive. But I'm telling you, I think given everything we've seen of him, I think that number at night kills him inside um that appro- cuz i think i read yesterday it was 37% the approval rating i think i think more than anything at this point
0: it's just been such like a, a whirlwind it's been such a whirlwind of a two months and there's been so many things that happen i feel like most people are at this point just struggling to keep up with like well what are we talking about what's happening right now i mean i'm somebody who genuinely is interested in and follows politics and it's still for me it's like dude what is going on right now so i think a lot of the country is dealing with whiplash of like what
1: what 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 which scandal is it today? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a little crazy. A little weird. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you something else? Yeah. Of course you can. And I and I didn't want I didn't want to <laughs> hit you with this right now what I've been trying not to do for the last few days. Okay. And for some reason like I wanted to ask you on the air about it and then I was like, nah, you better ask him off the air first. Okay. And I just keep forgetting every time we go to break. Okay. But you have what looks like an anti-suicide bandage on like your wrist, like you do, like you've had. Like it either looks like you're getting taped up for the WWE, or your girlfriend just wouldn't shut up, and you just took it's the over. took the razor blade to your wrist. like what is happening? Like, dude, please tell me, are you? Dude, I, I do. I have a giant bandage. No suicide watch. I
0: have a giant bandaid on my wrist yeah, right what now. What happened? Um, and I've had it on my wrist all week. Uh, what morning was? It, it was Saturday morning. I woke up, you know, and, and kind of just like sitting there in bed. And all of a sudden, dude, I just feel something on my wrist. And I'm like, what is this? What, it's itchy. It hurts. It's hot. It's like, what is this? Herpes. And as the morning, <laughs> got those wrist herpes. Got them. Just been rubbing my wrist on, on, so, on loose women.
1: Dude, I honestly think STDs are the only illnesses that can penetrate <laughs> That's you. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Those are the, ones. the only
0: ones. Um, so I, I, I kind of like let it, you know, sit there for an hour. And as the morning progresses... I get this like giant red ring on my wrist. I have ringworm, dude. Ah, ringworm. How'd
1: you get that? I have no idea. Obviously, like the only uh, dude I've only ever known a wrestler to get that.
0: Well, that's where it is 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 like is gyms, gyms yeah. and stuff like that. So there's a little bit of like ah, dude. I mean, I, I'm 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 I've been I'm, in the gym. Well, no, but I mean, I've I've gone. Around games. athletic events, I've gone around athletic events, and I'm not saying that that's where I got it because obviously Reform you have no is way. the
1: herpes of the other part of the body? But you Somebody know, fact you that. can
0: you can get it from anything. At first, I was like, oh my god, am I a dirty person? Am I am I terrible? Like, did I do something gross? I here? was worried new house because you just moved. No, it's just one of those things you can. Ringworm can lay dormant on a surface for up to two weeks, and it can take another two weeks for you to for your body to like have it happen. You to You've
1: read every
0: ringworm fact, oh, of course, in the, dude. Of
1: course,
0: <laughs> of course. Because at first I'm like, oh my god, I, I'm gonna have to hide this from the world, and I'm I'm so ashamed of myself. I don't know why. It's a fungal infection. It's not like it's like, oh my god, you're never gonna get rid of this. You're gonna die from it. And it's gonna be terrible. You're contagious to everybody, and it's like no, it's just it's just it's a little, just ringworm. It's just a little red dot right there, and I, I you know. At first, I like I said, very concerned. But then, you know, a medical professional was like, "Dude, no, shut up. Just put some antifungal cream on it. Put a bandaid on it when you go to work and when you're out in public, so it doesn't go anywhere else, and you'll be fine." So no, yes, okay. no suicide, no anything like that. Just, just, just uh, ringworm. Just, just
1: ringworm. <laughs> Every time I hear that, all I do is think about the like the best local metal band ever, Ringworm. Actually, my buddy James is the lead singer of. They're so good. Are they actually, still a band? Dude, they're on tour right now.
0: I mean, I have known about Ringworm I feel like since 1992 or no, something. No, yeah, dude, like they've that. been making like they've records. Been
1: yeah, like they've been making records since I was in high school, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. My buddy Mark is now their new guitar player as well. Like uh he's a younger kid from Akron actually Mark is. And uh he was my he was my manager at the Foundry in Lakewood for a little while. And uh yeah, no, they're on, on tour. I follow them on Instagram. I mean I actually I think the tour is getting ready to wrap up this week. But right. yeah, James yeah. is still out there doing his thing, man. Yeah, Ringworm, uh, Ringworm has been awesome. All right, so oh, yeah. I do want to talk to you it. about this. Okay, and I and I tease this as you know they're taking more rights away from you. Okay, but this one I think I can live with. Okay, and I and I will say this that there's there's probably going to be a little hypocrisy in this with some of my other views that you hear that I have while listening to the program. Okay, and part of it, it will come from the fact that I was once a cigarette smoker and now I'm not. Okay. And uh, I Like a born again
0: Christian, yeah, like a, like a CrossFitter, like a L- vegan, a little bit. <laughs> All right,
1: but I go. quit four years ago. Okay. And it's one of my one of my favorite things I've ever done was quit. And uh, well, I cannot wait to start smoking cigarettes again. Forty five. I said fifty. I was lying. Forty five. <laughs> Come on, I'm backing up, right. backing up the loan. But now there's a bill going in front of Ohio. Okay. That would make. It's called Senate Bill 106. And what it would do is it would create a law that would make it illegal for somebody to smoke in a motor vehicle with a child ages 6 or under in the car. Now, it seems very anti-America. This is my right. It's a free country. I can do what I want. These are my kids. Right. But just as is, as I would say... To a religious fanatic that says no, i'm going to pray cancer away that that's, you're not giving your child the best access to medicine. We know what secondhand smoke can do, and that maybe this is a very similar thing on the other side
0: in, in the world of, of alternative facts and not believing in some things and no that doesn't I, I, there's no room for cigarette smoking. it causes cancerous propaganda. there's no room for that because some people are going to make that argument that the world's flat that that global warming is false and and cigarette smoking's not that bad. People make those arguments all the time.
1: Yeah, but we laugh at them. Right? I mean like we I mean I mean logical people laugh at those. Now, I, I want to say this that I, I find this to be a little sad that this needs to be a law. Cuz even when I was a cigarette smoker, now I don't have children, but my brother does. And so when I lived in Vegas, you know, sometimes it, I to help them out, I would go pick up my niece from school or I would take her to lunch or I would, you know what I mean, You help out, right? That's what you do when you live close to your family. And as a cigarette smoker, and my niece was over the age of six, I never would smoke cigarettes with her in the car, ever, ever. It just didn't feel like the right thing to do. Yeah, to me,
0: I, I don't smoke either and don't have kids either. But with my nieces and nephews, when I was smoking, I wouldn't even like as I was driving up to my mom's house to go see them or my brother's house to go see them, I wouldn't smoke on the way there because I didn't want to smell like it. I didn't want them to well, like that's taken
1: even further than I, I,
0: I didn't I didn't want them to like have that association with me that like Ugh, Uncle wow. Matt, Uncle Matt smells
1: you. gross. Good for you. Now, under the proposed law, you would be this is the part of it that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Under this law, you'd be fined 500 bucks for your first uh, violation, and then 250 dollars every time you're caught after that. To me, that should work the other way: yeah. is that every time you get it, the price should go up. Like Probably. Vegas does that with texting and driving. Probably. Your first ticket's 500; the next one's a $1, thousand. It goes up 500 bucks every time you get caught for it. My brother actually got popped for a 2,000 dollar texting and driving ticket. It's insane, stupid. stupid. Why are you doing yeah, that? Why are you doing that? Well, where does this
0: end though? Because like, it's not like a seven year old isn't feeling the negative effects of secondhand well, smoke.
1: I was, I was a little interested to read the bill because I was like, how did we get to six?
0: And 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 I guess maybe there's a point in development where it's like, well, your lungs are fully developed by age five, and blah 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 blah. blah. But I mean, a seven year old is going to be just as negatively impacted, I would think. And uh, does this apply to my home? And should it apply to
1: my home? I mean, you could make the argument, not even make the argument, it would be the right argument that your child spends more hours in the home sure. than they do in the car, sure. I would think, unless sure. you're living
0: in the car. But, I mean, so now you're telling me what I can and cannot do in my
1: home. Okay, since you can make the argument you spend more time in, in the house, I'll make I'll make a counter. That you could move to another section of the house. You, you could say, well, I don't smoke. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, here. but
0: dude, come on now. That's a... that's a, 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 a. And there's no way to enforce that. If you're smoking cigarettes in the basement and your kid's up in the third floor, there's, there's, vents stu- there's and, still vents. And right. I mean, it's not like smoke discriminates about what room it goes into. Nope, not
1: going in there. Kids in no there. Kids in there. Can't do that one. There's no way to do it, though. Right? Like, there's a way to do this. We can see you. Now, here's my question. Though and dude, thank God for the internet. I know I bitch about it a lot, but Clifton actually must be listening down in Texas because he said I, you know, we just made this a law it last year in Texas. He says he's all for it. Must be listening via iHeartRadio. Clifton, thank you very much for that. And um so now as a cop, you're on the side of the road, clocking radar, doing whatever it is you're doing, doing your job, not trying to make it sound like you don't do anything, but a car goes by you, woman smoking a cigarette, you see a kid in the car. Was that kid 10? Was he 6? What like, do I do? That's a tough call to make like, in the moment. I'm sure this is like... Especially at 45 miles per hour. I'm sure this is like a... um. You like, pulled him over for a taillight. You're smoking. Yeah. How old's that kid? Yeah. And we're just going to tack on? See, again, now what naysayers are going to say, and they're going to be right about it, is they don't really care about this. This is just a way for them to get money. But And it is true. Welcome to government. The government's going to try to find a way to steal money from you every chance they get. But if, again, like... I know it feels like I'm attacking you, smokers. I know it does, but if you smoke less around your kid, yeah. and the government yeah. gets money to me, that's win-win. Now, does this apply to e-cigs? All right, so I I, I wanted to know that, and it says here, tobacco smoke, and particularly in a confined cabin of a vehicle, is one of the primary issues that impact premature birth and infant mortality. Okay, so they're looking into that, and it says here. Any lightable substance. So this is going to be marijuana, too. But if you're smoking marijuana in the car when you get pulled over, you're going to be in trouble for a whole
0: other slew of issues. So this this applies cigarettes, cigars, pipes, things like that. It does not say... Because there's no combustion in an e-cig. There is no smoke. I mean, I know it seems like there is.
1: Smoking a cigar, cigarette, pipe, any other lighted smoking device for burning tobacco or any other plant. So, so e-cigs wouldn't count. Yeah, because that's what juice or you know vaping doesn't count. Um.
0: I, I, I mean, and I guess there's more research on cigarettes and tobacco smoke. And, and, They've and, just and, been a
1: product long,
0: Right. So I guess there's a little bit of, well, you can only go with the science that you have in front of you. But I mean, how long until we find out that unicorn poop is, you know, detrimental to, to developing lungs? And, I
1: mean, like, I don't think that's a stretch at all. Our audience seems to have an issue. It says you can chain smoke at home and, and, and fill your house with tobacco smoke. But the cars where you're enforcing this, it's a strange line. Yeah, it's also a strange line to invite the government even more into my home. And I know we're splitting hairs there. And this is solely about taking money from you. They don't care whether or not your kid gets lung cancer. They're going to tell you what we're going to cut down on medical bills and like, you know, unwanted disease. And they're going to they're going to spin it and they're going to feed you all that lie about how they care about your kids. And they're going to get you to buy it, swallow it and vote for it under the guise that your kids are going to be safe. They don't do the government doesn't care about you or your kids. Not one Little bit. They do want the money. But if you get the money and a six year old doesn't have to smoke a pack of Newports with you, well, you're probably three drinks into the day and dropping them off forever, I think I can live with it. It feels a little anti American. It feels a little like this is going against my freedoms. But sometimes, You know, this is what my dad would always say, Daniel, being an adult isn't about doing what you want. It's about doing what you should. And honestly, not smoking cigarettes in in the car with your kids is doing what you should. And so, like, if somebody's going to force you to do that, yeah, I'm going to be all right moving the line here and there. Now, once you get into the home, "Ah, it's weird. There's no way to enforce it. Who's going to be able to see it? How do we know? Prove it, this and that. But if I pull you over for speeding and you got a lit cigarette in your hand, that kid's six and you get an extra ticket for that, I don't know if I hate it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I hate it. The NFL is once again going to change their product to make it better on TV for you. We'll tell you how that happens next on Rock 106. 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at wrqk.com. Miss anything from this week, podcast it right there. Um, we talk a lot of sports on the program. I mean, welcome to guys' radio, you know what I mean? Kind of targeted towards the men, so you yeah, kind of talk sports occasionally. Well, and we both enjoy sports,
0: yeah, too. we, we mean, both really yeah. like
1: the sports. And um, sometimes baseball f- people feel a little left out by this show because we talk a lot of football, we talk a lot of NBA because you love the NBA, I talk a lot of you know, MMA because I'm into that. and... Uh, you know, occasionally I'll talk golf. You know, I, I try not to talk, you know, professional golfers and like their whole thing because I know you guys, most of you don't care. But, you know, we'll talk a little, you know, fighting and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, neither one of us are diehard baseball guys. And so every once in a while, like, those stories can kind of fall to the wayside. And I apologize about that because I, I'm being told Team USA won the World Baseball Classic. Indeed, well, they did last that, night, 8 to 0. That's kind of awesome, right? That's awesome. I don't, I mean, that's not an event that I'll be honest with you that I don't. Like that I remember watching or that I'm super into. But for baseball people, it's a big deal. Oh yeah. I uh, you know, and it, anytime Team USA wins something, right. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like USA, the, it's much course. like I you know, I would imagine, and again, I just said I don't do this, but watch now as I do it, like golf kind of has this it's called the Ryder Cup. And it's like USA versus Europe. And even non-golf people come the Ryder Cup are like, I want to watch the Ryder because it's team based and it's a like, country based, and that whole thing's kinda cool. So I totally get it.
0: The thing I'll say about the World Baseball Classic, I'm glad Team USA won it, and I'm also glad that it's over. Um, I know a lot of Indians were out there. Uh, Frankie Lindor was playing for Puerto Rico, even though they got squashed. Andrew Miller for USA. Uh, Roberto Perez was out there. I think it was up to a dozen Indians players. So uh, you, as a, a a manager of a team, you know, as Tito's sitting there, as Terry is trying to put this team together in Arizona, it's like, dude. All my best guys. I need my guys. You? Where, where are you? That's you look fair. At it, you look at the injuries that the Indians the Indians have had, and then you look at how many people were were gone for this team or for this uh, World Baseball Classic. It just has to be like finally, I get my team. And dude, we're like a, a month not even out from opening day, so like it's getting crunch time when it comes to baseball. So that,
1: yeah, which by the way, tomorrow one of the big stories is oh my god, the banners are out on the light poles outside of Progressive Field, and none of them have Chief Wahoo on them. Well, duh. Is that happening? Well, duh. I said this last time around. Like, remember, like baseball oh. came in. They had a meeting, yeah. and then the, 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 it was like, oh, hey, by the way, you guys can, you guys are gonna get the all star game, and it was, it was like right after the chief wahoo's not gonna be a huge part of our promotions anymore. Oh yeah, here's the all star game. I mean, a deal was struck, and, and I'm fine with it. Like I said, I, at first it kind of made me feel weird and I was like, dude, it's something I grew up with, but it's like, if it just makes everybody shut up, I'm always going to wear something with Chief Wahoo on it. Or what I'm saying, but not to like make a statement, like you're never trying this from my hand. But if I have an Indian shirt and jersey and a hat and I do with that logo on it, I'm not going to not wear it. Okay. You don't have to keep putting it on new stuff. But I'm not gonna not wear stuff because of this right. social media pressure, right? And That's, I mean, I'm just, I'm not doing it.
0: I really, really, really like the orange and blue Cavs look, and like when they switched over to wine and gold, it was like, ah, dude, I kind of miss the orange and blue. But okay, we're moving on with our lives. I mean, this is a sports team logo color scheme that we're talking about. Or this is the sports team logo that we're talking about? It's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. Ultimately, I know the way the world works. I know they're gonna rip it out. So, But that's going to be a huge thing tomorrow. It's just now catching some steam. Now, I'm going to switch leagues here. Okay. And I've been beating up on the NBA over the last few days, and rightfully so, because what's happening there is kind of egregious. And I think football is the bigger of the two. I don't think it. I know football is the bigger of the two leagues. And here's why. Because they care about you. Or at least they give you the perception that they care about you, the viewer. NBA doesn't. NBA, dude, it's a player. Like, dude, Those dudes are running amuck right now. And I don't know what the right fix is, and neither does anybody else. But they're going to find a fix. I saw
0: a really interesting article about resting and guys who have done it and guys who have not done it in multiple sports, kind of across across all leagues there. And one of the things they brought up is like dudes like Cal Ripken who refused to sit down, really negatively impacted their teams in the in the pursuit of hey, Iron I'm Man. an Iron Man. Yeah, a lot of guys have gone through that where it's like, no, dude, take a break. And I mean, you know, obviously in MLB they do it all the time. NBA right. they do it all the time. NFL they do it all the time, but
1: Yeah, it's just, dude, when you strike a new deal with the billions of dollars and you got a rev share, and now the first couple of big, huge, nationally televised games you have, you sit. Is you it, are trying to exert your dominance. Is, there's an issue. There's an issue. And and it's negatively affecting the league. And here's why I think the NFL doesn't have these problems is because they the NFL only cares about one thing. How do we keep people watching the games? Because that's where the money is made. And so now they're going to restructure their TV commercial game. The NFL is. And this is smart. We all know the problem. You score, you go to break. Now commercials have to be a part of what we're watching. okay? And as a guy who gets paid by commercial revenue being made, I understand how important they are. Love them pay my bills. And it's it's part of the business model. But the NFL currently runs six breaks per quarter at a minute 50 each. Jeez, dude, six breaks? They're breaking from the action six times at 150. Now, here's what they have figured out. And radio figured this out years ago. I don't know why it took the NFL this long. Radio kind of figured this out first, which is Nobody notices how long you're gone, but the perception of breaking too often can turn you away from the product.
0: Yeah. On the flip side of that, though, you've got a lot of newer things like YouTube streaming services, stuff like that, where it's like, dude, we'll just play you this 15-second commercial. Bumps, essentially. Right. We're going to play you this 15-second right. commercial, and then we're right back to the content. So we're going to do it six times, but we're going to do it really
1: briefly. And now the announcers are like, from the Coca-Cola studios, and like, right. that's, that's right. how we snuck more advertising into stuff. And, and look, it, it, here's the thing. Advertising works. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's the, that's that's what drives product. There's a reason everybody goes, I can't believe Super Bowl commercials are this much money. It's because they're worth it.
0: Why does McDonald's <laughs> keep, on, keep on running
1: ads? Because, because it work. works. Yeah, right. I
0: mean, that's the truth, business so what, owners.
1: What the NFL has figured out now is you don't sit there with a stopwatch thinking to yourself, Jesus, they've been in break forever. Because they know what you do. They know what we all do. You watch one or two commercials and then go, oh yeah, that's right, commercials, and then you may move around. They do it in radio, they do it in TV, and everybody knows it. We all kind of know it. Actually, this is getting a little too inside, but certain times what they do is they actually charge a premium for the first commercial out because that one normally catches people. So what the NFL is going to do is they are going to go to four commercial breaks per quarter, and they will be two minutes and 20 seconds. So essentially, it's not even that big of a change for you. It's They're essentially throwing another 30-second at it. Is this all it's going to be? You're not even going to notice, except for the fact that you won't even notice. But it'll consciously you won't notice. But it'll break less, and your remote won't change channels as often, and they'll make more money.
0: If you're only going to commercials three times as opposed to six, I mean that is going to make a difference in, in, in viewers' mind. There's there's no denying it. And uh, honestly, as the NFL is, you know. The biggest brand in 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 the world of American sports, I I I think this is a pretty damn good idea. And Great idea. I mean, ratings down NFL twenty sixteen season eight percent across the board. And at the end of the day, that that season as a whole was rated eight percent lower than the previous season. So they they have to do something. They 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 know yeah. they have to do something.
1: Yeah, you can't have that happen. It, it, in the NFL has adapted over the years. They, they got rid of the huddle. They got rid of all this stuff. They're they trying to get rid of, of breaks in action. You like action. That's <laughs> why baseball suffers. There's not as much action. I'm not going to call it a boring sport. I know people, baseball purists, hate that. But you know what I mean? But there is less... We, America likes a physical component. Baseball doesn't always... not always gives you the physical yeah, component. more often than not. You, you can get it in a game, but you know football's going to give it to you no matter what. It's built into the game. And so it's just a better view for the TV product, I believe. I mean most baseball peers I know would rather listen on the radio than watch it. I, I don't uh, I can't find a single NFL fan that would rather listen no, to an NFL game than watch no, it. No, of course not. Not a single one. I
0: um I, I I think the NFL obviously has reached a point where they are, you know, like I said, the biggest brand in sports in America. Um, they have to be careful, though, of you do reach a certain size and you can't sustain that anymore. Bubbles so by right, by, do, by doing this, they're kind of like, all right, dude, we do have to reevaluate here, which is, you know, that's
1: that's no no pun there. It's looking down the field there. I like how they're willing to reevaluate in a moment's notice to make the game more pleasurable now, for me. Now, I feel catered to by the NFL. The, the,
0: the, the counterpoint to that is, though, is that like pff, NFL, it's all pussified. It's no fun league. It's this, that, and the other. And 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 how many guys have made the argument of, well, they're they're just doing this, you know, to to increase touchdowns, increase this. Like, what happened to defense? What happened? To this? I think some dudes aren't necessarily as happy with the results of like. Catering to the offense and making the game faster for a, an at-home viewer, it's like no. no I, want I football. know a lot of
1: people want run the ball, play defense. We right. want fourteen-seven games. Right. I, I yeah, I, there are those people out there, and I'm not at, one of them. I'm not one of them. And at some point, you got to realize that you're not going to please all people all at the same time, and just kind of know that and move forward. But I do. I feel a little catered to by the NFL because they're constantly changing the game to be like, okay, let's let's make sure. Then not only does he watch Broncos Patriots but then buys Miller Lite because of the ads that run and, you know, it's kind of smart and I think eventually what will happen, I don't think you'll see changes on the field, but given digital technology, how long before you see an ad on the field that's actually not there? Well, it's just placed there via television. Yeah, I mean, NBA y- does that with those boards, right? Y- y-
0: you got to think there's so much downtime in football, even without the the million TV timeouts, dude, there's just so much downtime. Why not flash the Budweiser logo, you know, on the field? I'm yeah. being asked
1: how it's going to change gameplay. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot because what you're watching with live TV live sports is not always technically live there's always a delay and so what you're going to see is you'll they'll go back to the action faster
0: I wonder how it will affect though if they do if you are taking longer commercial breaks and less commercial breaks is that going to lead to more injuries is that going to lead to you know a million different ways that that, that, that could impact the game
1: I guess you have to leave the door open for that possibility right. being there You're not going to know until you do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't know if that will be enough of an impact for for it to change the other way. But you, the viewer, are going to get a more seamless product.
0: Stuff like this is why the NFL needs a D-League. It needs a developmental league. It needs somewhere where they can go cut their teeth, try things out, see if it makes sense, and then implement it. Um, I, I think this will work. though. I do.
1: Yeah, I think this is probably a right call. Anytime you try to do something to better the fan enjoyment, you normally get it right. I read a little
0: something about Goodell talking about this, and he mentioned touchdown commercial, right? Kickoff commercial. commercial. That's crazy, dude. And it's like, oh my god, we, how many, uh, because
1: you know, like honestly, at that point, if you see if you see the touchdown, you might as well turn the channel right. and be gone ten minutes. And they know that. And honestly. Radio, TV, it all works the same way We care, we live Like, Remember the first Fast and the Furious? I live my life a quarter mile at the time Well, radio and TV lives their life At a quarter of the hour a time 15 minute periods, that's what we want If we can pull you over, it's actually 16 minutes If we get you over the 15 minute mark We've won and our advertisers are happy That's the way radio and TV works Smart Keep listening It is smart what they do we ran a piece of audio yesterday of a doctor who's really concerned about STDs rising in old people, and we ran a little piece of this audio, and people have been requesting it all day. So we're going to run it again for you next on Rock 106.9. This report is brought to you by East Manufacturing. 106.9. No, Welcome back to the Ray Show on Rock 106.9. If you're car shopping and looking for a car loan with no application or processing fees, then CSC Federal Credit Union is where you need to go. There's also no prepayment penalties either. You're going to get a great low rate with terms available up to 84 months, plus some warranties on your loan as well. Check out more info by logging onto their website, csefcu.com. No application or processing fees on your car loan. More info, csefcu.com. So yesterday morning, early, like 630, we ran a piece of audio that we just kind of like fell into our laps. And we weren't sure what was going to happen with it, but we ran it yesterday and it ended up being pretty funny. And so all morning, people are like, yo, will you play that for us again? And we don't normally do this. We don't normally go backwards on the program a lot. We like to keep it moving. But, uh, you know, I've been asked all morning, and I only got a few minutes here, so we figured we'd run it again for you. And here that is now on Rock 106.9. New Turd. On Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. I'm hearing from the CEO of my uh, corporation, iHeartRadio. iHeartMedia, rather, is the name of the company, but iHeartRadio itself, the app, reaches 100 million registered users. That's pretty awesome. Actually, that is pretty awesome uh lee's one of those uh registered users using iHeartRadio, listening to the program he says um what's up with the app sometimes cutting to commercial during mid song here's the way it works it's all set up by hours there are triggers um sometimes we're probably talking a little too long about things so you get back into the song you need to make sure the hours match up so sometimes it'll cut and get to the elements it needs to get in before that end of the hour so technically it's probably my fault thanks for listening anyway we appreciate you Norm McDonald tickets up for grabs. Nine thirty. He's playing the Hard Rock Roxina. Mid-April, we'll get you hooked up. So, yesterday on the program, we were talking about this teacher out of Texas who's like, who I think is like super hot. She's uh, like twenty-seven years old. Her name's Sarah. She slept with a student. And, uh, you know, we, we get into this conversation a lot because this is one of those double standards in life that you really hate. Fantone hates this double standard where it's like, you know, if a male teacher had sex with your student, you'd want to cut his head off. But a woman does it. And you like want to high five your kid. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense
0: to me. I mean, at the end of the day, minors are being uh, victimized in a sexual way. And for some reason or another, it's just because you think somebody's attractive. It's like, well, then it's fine.
1: And there has it's been a, there has been a view where you need to protect Young girls sexually more than you do young young boys. Well, and and that and that people think that you know well boys want the sex where and and I made this argument yesterday and it's totally true where women emotionally evolve faster than boys so technically they would be probably more ready for sex than uh,
0: you're telling me teenagers want sex who would have ever guessed it of course they do dude of course they do and I'm sure there's plenty of examples of of of, of, of of young of young teenager girls who consented in the sense of, yes, they wanted to have this sex, but you as an adult have to understand the fact that children cannot consent whether they want to or not. They don't have that ability, dude. That, that's not, that's not that's a not part, part of what they do. It's not a part of their equation. That's why they can't sign contracts because you can't, you, they're not adults that you can't sleep with them.
1: It turns out that there's a whole nother double standard that comes with teachers having sex with their kids You know, male versus female. There's a whole nother double standard to this. And I wasn't aware of this until last night when I read this. That we punish women much, much easier for this crime than we punish a man for the same exact crime. Women get off way easier for committing this crime than men do. By the judicial system. Which is crazy because, you know, again, and I'm not going to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I'm always hearing about how sexist the world is. But when I tell you this, when you hear the math of this, I think it's going to shock you a little bit. I think it would. A female teacher in Fort Thomas, Kentucky had sex with a male student multiple times inside and outside of the classroom. She got 90 days in jail. Should have faced five years in prison. Didn't get it. A female teacher from Kansas, sentenced to 36 months probation, has to register as a sex offender, good, for having sex with her students. She pleaded guilty to three counts of unlawful sex with a minor. That normally would pick up a 31-month to 13-year prison sentence. If she does not violate her probation for three years, her record is going to be completely cleared, meaning she will essentially be able to to apply for a job as a teacher in another state, and they won't be able to know that that, that this happened.
0: Got away with it.
1: Essentially getting away with it. Yes, as long as she keeps her nose clean for three years, which um, as far as probation goes, like you should be able to do it, I would think. A female teacher in Long Island was sentenced (laughs) to six years probation for having sex with a male student. She's also required to, uh, to register as a sex offender, and again, good. But here's where it gets tricky. So I gave you a couple of female versions. Right. A male teacher from Car- Winston-Salem, North Carolina, got 33 years in prison for having sex with two students. A male teacher slept with two female students, and we hate that, the idea of that much more than we hate the female had sex, the hot teacher had sex with the young boy. He's going to serve 30 years in jail for that.
0: And what I'm going to say about that is good. Good.
1: You, I'm not saying, well, how dare you send this guy to jail? That's not what I'm saying. But there are multiple double standards in this. And I'm okay with the conversation at the local bar being, yeah, I'd high five my son, but I'd worry about my daughter. I'm fine with that being like the bar conversation when you're drinking too many Rolling Rocks after work. Okay? But when we're talking about sentencing people for crimes...
0: Some consistency would be nice.
1: It would be good. I think that's the better way to go, is to kind of have a blanket system where this is the crime, this is the penalties in which it takes. Y-
0: yes. Or comes with rather y- obviously, you know, every case is, is going to be circumstantial, and you have to look at things as an individual. Mandatory minimum sentencing isn't, you know, if it's
1: rape, there's going to be more. But, so I understand. But at the end of the day, there which is always be, rape, by sh- the way, there sh-
0: there, sh- there should be a mandatory minimum of hey, you had sex with a minor, you had sex with a minor with, you know, well, you know, are you postpubescent, prepubescent? You had sex with a minor, not only a minor, but a, a minor who looked at you as an authority, you know, an authority
1: figure. Somebody who you were supposed to... They don't have to look at you that way. That's what you are. Somebody
0: who's supposed to to protect them. Somebody who's supposed to educate them. Somebody who's supposed to mentor them into life. Somebody who's supposed to be a trusted figure. And dude, just because you're a hot 27-year-old, you get away
1: with it? A male teacher, again, another one here, was sentenced to 20 years in prison for having sex with two male students. Who then, and both, this is important. I, I, for this particular conversation, not when it happened, but this is important. Both those students came forward and said, we were not coerced. We wanted to do this. So,
0: so now we're getting into a point that I've made with this conversation plenty of times is like, we all say, Oh, well, dude, if my son's banging a set 27 year old hot chick, I'm going to love it, man. I wish I was him. But if your son's banging a 27 year old hot dude, all of a sudden we are on a completely different realm.
1: So a listener of ours just tweeted this in and I have to say it because he's right. You never hear the gender inequality issue with this. Well,
0: uh, uh, what, what, I, what I'll say about that is, is, yes, this is obviously an issue. At the end of the day, I'd still much rather be a man than a woman. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yes, uh, but that doesn't change the fact that, that there are double standards that benefit women, and we don't talk about it. We want to talk about society wants to highlight where where men need to be taken down a peg. But men are serving 30 years in prison for something you're getting 90 days in probation for. So you know what? Occasionally having the check picked up for you ain't so bad, right? It's not so bad, right? Now, I know what you're thinking as a woman. Well, I'm not going to sleep with my students, so this doesn't benefit me. But what I'm saying is when it comes to situations with sex, certain situations... You are treated differently than men. And I would say the word differently doesn't cover it. You were treated better than men are treated. I think
0: this, at the end of the day, though, yes, it's certainly a double standard. There's no question about that. But I think this goes back to... Uh, got, men see themselves as these as these young men. Men in, in in power positions of power, whether that's the judge, whether that's the jury, whether that's the guy sitting around at the bar, are living vicariously through these young. You're men. making the
1: assumption though that the judges they went before were men. I, uh,
0: yes. you know what I mean. Should, like sure. a
1: woman could just as easily be a judge. Uh,
0: yes, of course. But I feel like that's where this is coming from. Is is that male ego of the, I wish that was me. I wish that was me. I wish that was me.
1: I, I mean, I I it, it, I would be lying if I didn't say that. that that has happened in a courtroom in this case, in some of these cases. Yes, I that think has it's, happened.
0: it's such a common dialogue, too. It's not crazy to think that judges feel the same way as average men do as average like guys do. And, and, and the constant dialogue with this is I wish it was me. I wish it was me. I wish it was me. So I feel like, yes, there is there is, you know, well, of course, I'm going to come down harder, harder on that guy. Um, but it all goes back to our penises. It all goes back to I wish I was having sex with that woman. I'll treat her better because I, I wish I was having sex with that woman.
1: Also, I think being a super attractive woman... I mean, did you get out of speeding tickets, you get out of other things. I mean, dude, like, yes, people... I bet a really good-looking male teacher probably gets a lesser sentence than a dude who looks oh. like a scumbag, too. The, I mean, th- to be fair to this conversation, not just beat up on women, you'd have to bring that it,
0: up. It is undeniably better to be good-looking in life, whether yeah. you are man or woman or whatever, dude. Yeah. Yes, it, there's, is that fair? It, there is There is there is a, a a an attractive, what do I want to say here, advantage. There's an attract. you know, as a good-looking person, life's going to treat you kinder. People are going to treat you kinder. There's yeah, no question normally. about that. But uh, I, I guess... When you, when you put through the perspective of, well, if this was a hot dude and your 17-year-old boy, or what if this was a 73-year-old, like, gross-ass grandma having sex with your 17-year-old, you still going to feel the same way about that? No, of course you're not, because it's not hot.
1: People are terrible, dude. People are terrible. You know, a female listener of ours just texted me, and she said, you know, a smile and cleavage goes a long way. She knows. Sure, she's got sure. she, She's got a nice both, sure. to be honest with you, so she probably knows. And yeah, that's true. And look, I'm not trying to pit men against women today. But we do in this country highlight this male driven society and everything where gender equality and there are these huge cases where it is where the pendulum is swung so far in the other direction. And what do we do? We constantly go, well, let's not talk about that because it doesn't fit the narrative that men are evil and and need to be taken down a peg. That seems to be the national conversation over the last few years, and I get it. You're coming after us. We're going to lose a little bit of power. We're going to equal things out. But at the end of the day, if you F kids, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say it that way because that's, that's what, what it doing. is. That's what, that's what you're doing. Then I want you punished accordingly, both sides equally. Dude, when we're talking about victimizing a child, there should your gender should not come into how we prosecute
0: you. How do high schools, uh, you know, school districts, and how, how how do we address this? Because this obviously has become more of an issue. Is is there, it, it, like when kids are getting not kids, but when like. College age kids are being taught to be teachers. Is this a part of the curriculum now? Like, hey, don't bang your ch- your, your students. I mean,
1: it, I mean, I want to say I hope not, but maybe it
0: needs to be. I, I just gotta. I, there's gotta be some sort of like action on this now. I don't want to say this has reached epidemic because, you know, like we've said in the past, this has happened in the past. This isn't a new thing. This isn't you know, uh, this isn't fresh territory. But no, it feels just, like it's happening
1: more and more like, often. Like any other crime, you're hearing about it more. I don't know if it's happening more. I feel like we hear about it more. So, But
0: uh, even, if, even if it's just exposure, even if the issue
1: is only exposure, well, now we know that this is happening. What should we do about it? All right, it? so my fix is impossible. But it, I think it does. And, and First of all, you never eradicate any problem. No, Okay? Right. But you can reduce it so far down that, that I don't want to say you can live with it, especially when we're talking about child molestation. Right. But, like, you can reduce it down pretty right. far, right? right? And my fix, I, I think, would help. And it's it's much how I feel like you fix the fire department. It's much how I feel like you fix the police department and everything else. But we can't do it because no everybody says, I want this to be better. But what you won't do to get better things is pay more out of your pocket for it. And at the end of the day, you pay teachers what they should be paid, which is $300,000 a year, and you get the right applicants. You get people who are qualified for this position and probably better applicants, better people. Is it going to eradicate it? No. But the problem is is that we have a need for teachers because there's so many people in this country and we need to educate people that we've kind of have opened the floodgates over the last 15, 20 years of who can be an educator and who can't, and it's easier than ever before. Do teachers are teaching classes in which they did not get their degrees in? That's crazy. You gotta and I understand I'm the guy who rallies against the $15 an hour minimum wage thing, right? But there are certain jobs that require that are worth the investment. And paying a teacher an astronomical wage, I think helps then you could be you could be more picky. Be like, dude, I'm giving you 300 grand. You better have the best resume ever. You better be one of the most credit pe- you know, credible people ever. But we won't pay for that. For some reason, we don't think our children's education is worth that kind of money. Because you want to buy lottery tickets, and we need cigarettes, and we're trying to figure out how to put gas in our cars. I'm not knocking you. But at the end of the day, you want to fix any problem, money is what fixes it. Money makes the world go round. But we like to bitch about problems, and then somebody says, well, it's going to cost you more money. I'm out. That's the American ideal. It's just who we are. Not just you, me too. I'm not above you in this. I'm guilty of this as you are. But money's the only thing that fixes anything. So that's my fix. It'll never happen. <sighs> I've been beaten up on the NBA, and it might be jealousy. I'll explain next on Rock 106. 6.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Parents, look, I know it can be a struggle sometimes to be uh, feeding your children and do it on the cheap. So I want to make you aware of this for a limited time. You can get a Wendy's quality kids meal for just $1.99 after 4 p.m. It's got everything your kids want for just $1.99. So if you're getting out of work late, don't cut corners. Just swing by Wendy's where you can get a four-piece chicken nuggets. Crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside. Wendy's chicken nuggets, always all white meat. And then you pick the sauce there and it's just $1.99. And with it being cheap like that, inexpensive is the better term there. Have a little money left over to get yourself something. It's available at Wendy's for a limited time. I like how Wendy's is saying don't cut the corners because they have the square patties. I like that. That's smart. this smart. smart. That was a good marketing decision on their uh, on their uh, behalf from the beginning. Is because you just look different. You stand out. Right. Right. And the fact that they're you know always fresh and never frozen, man. That's that's a real deal right there. They have good buns there too. The nuggets are fantastic. The frosties. Oh! After four, grab a kids' meal, just one ninety nine, at a participating Wendy's. Best twenty bucks stands very ever spent.
0: Can I have ten of them?
1: <laughs> Turn around to the car behind me. Dude, get me something. No, I know, I already, bought, I got my stuff,
0: but I need something, dude. I need something to eat for the ride home. Oh, just like a paying it forward thing? No, you pay for it. I'll eat.
1: Jeez. Yeah, no, probably not going to pay it forward. There you go. All right. So I've been jumping up and down on the NBA mm-hmm. and not just me. I feel like a lot of people are. And there's the dude, there's this resting issue. And I know Popovich did it back in the day or this and that. But even now, like Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors said it was right of Adam Silver to kind of come out and kind of like condemn this.
0: Well, the NBA is at this weird position right now where I think everyone can admit like, yeah, it's an issue. It's a problem. Like, and and I can see why it is. But they're also in, in the position right now of, I don't care because I want
1: to win the championship. I
0: don't care about this. It, you know, it, It's a balance there. I don't, I don't know, where, know where you find it.
1: Stan Van Gundy came out yesterday, I think the day before yesterday, and said, look, I don't understand why this is all becoming a huge deal now. We've been making travel easier for the last 20 years on these guys, and now all of a sudden it's an issue? And, and, and you know, people are suspicious that it's not really rest. It's not really any of this stuff. It's that they signed a new TV contract. They got a bunch of power and they're going to show you that they're well, the ones with the power now. As well you should, right? What? Yeah. Exert your power as a player? Yeah, I mean you, you I don't know about that. you, you Not uh, at the sake of my brand.
0: Um, I, I, I mean, I, but I, w-
1: I, mean, at the end of the day, I'm the one with the power, and I'm not going to go out of my way to isolate my audience or, 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 or to excommunicate myself. Not to them.
0: isolate your audience, but if you had opportunity to make more money from, you know, you know what I'm saying? If you had, more oh, I would want to- a
1: revenue share from the commercials that we do. But if I got one, I would be, I, me, I would be like, I need to work harder now.
0: Yeah, I think you've just that got would to be a me. place where you have so many different interests going on right now. It's, it's, it's of course a very muddled situation when it it comes to like, well, which interest should I be serving here?
1: So apparently now there's a new story coming out around the NBA where they feel like guys are better behaved now than what they were back in the day. Like, I guess in the late 80s, early 90s, the NBA players were just running amok as far as like drugs and booze, like all this stuff. Shocker. Right. I mean, you you give a young man a bunch of money and power, what's he going to do? He's going to use that money and power for chicks and free booze and like all this stuff. In the 1980s, in particular. Sure. Yeah, what do you think we're doing? And so, what they're saying now is, is like, given how powerful your cell phone is, that guys are showing up to games in better condition than they were in the late 80s, early 90s because they're not out in bars all night getting drunk trying to meet women. Because now you've got Tinder, you've got Instagram. Basically, you have the slide into my DMs. And so now, like, the whores of the city you're going to know you're coming to town right. and start well, hitting you up. And you you can now, like, groupie schedule versus let's go out, pound shots all night until beautiful women recognize that we play for the Bulls. Um,
0: right. You know, obviously, when when you have a verified account, when you are somebody who's out there with a million followers as an NBA player, that's going to be attractive to Instagram models and the like. Um, and And obviously, I don't think it's... After your rookie year in the NBA, I would assume for the most part you've already got your road girlfriends mapped out. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, well, when we go to Oklahoma City, I'll text this one. When we go to, you know, when we go to Utah, all right, these two chicks, remember what happened last time, all right? And then we're going out to, you know, Portland after that. And yeah, I know she smells like patchouli oil, but you remember what she did. So I think once you get to that level, you probably you probably already have like but I guess we're talking about new vagina, and you're always going to want more as an NBA player.
1: I was waiting for you to get there. That's why I didn't interrupt no, you. No, I, no. Yeah, because yeah. what NBA players want is to sleep with the same chick twice. Well, I mean, you probably, right. but you do have, you know, you, you got you your regulars. You've that. got,
0: you've got your usual suspects no, yeah, already I, lined up.
1: Well, especially too, when you have money like that and power, mm-hmm. and like people can extort you. Honestly, what you want. Is you want a girl who can keep her mouth shut, not necessarily out there trying to prove to all her friends she banks the center from whoever, and like that you feel like you can trust a little. Like there's a woman who I like in between relationships we'll sleep together, and I tell her all the time that one of the reasons why I like her is that we get along really well. We know we shouldn't be a couple because it's just not the right thing. But, like, I feel comfortable with her that she's not out to exploit me or to, right. like, dude, yeah, right. well, I just gave you this yesterday. Give me Godsmack tickets or whatever the hell it is. There's, I don't deal with any of that with her. I just gave you gonorrhea yesterday. So I constantly go back to that well. I like that well. I want to go back to that well today. So if you're listening, bring me the well. I need the well. But one GM is saying that this is basically what we're seeing is the tenderization of the NBA. It's just got to be good for owners, general managers, and the like. Well, I mean, what I will say about it is you're never going to convince a young, powerful, rich celebrity man to, to not—look at Tiger Woods. You're never going to get a guy to not wield his penis around. But if I was an NBA owner and a bunch of my money, guaranteed by the way, was sunk into one of these dudes, I would be happy about the fact that they're in public less to get this done. Because it's it's not always the woman that gets him in trouble. What it is is, like, the idiot fan who doesn't understand that he should leave the NBA player alone. The guy kind of, like, doesn't give him, like, the ultimate fan experience while he's talking to a woman. And next thing you know, you got a camera phone out, and here's this... Hot story of the day When the guard from the Pelicans Or whatever the hell it is Gets himself in trouble So if I was an owner Or an, or just a GM from a team I would be like You know what dude Have all the sex you want But I love the fact That you're no longer In Moe's pub To try to get it done and
0: These dudes aren't hungover You're coming to right. the game And you're not You, you don't smell like booze Okay no. I'm
1: good Good. No good, they're you're just you're... you know A little Viagra hangover maybe right. That's it
0: You weren't at the strip club till 4am You were ready to play basketball The stripper
1: knows Where to right. meet you You don't have to go To the club anymore now, if you're the stripper, you kind of hate it because you're losing out on some money. But let's be honest, you're grabbing $1,000 off the end table when you leave. And you can lie all you want, ladies, but I know women who do it. You're grabbing $1,000 off the end table when you leave. Uh, we had a piece of audio. We ran it uh, yesterday. We ran it again today. And people are asking for us to give it the slow it down treatment. So that happens next on Rock 106.9.
0: It is Fantone from the Stansberry Show here. Tax season right around the corner. You're probably thinking to yourself, what am I going to do with that refund? Well, let me tell you, there is no better investment than yourself, and I'm talking about the Roholt Vision Institute. It's been over a year since I've had my LASIK surgery, and I could not be happier with the results. I'm seeing 2015, people. You could be too. And before you say to yourself, oh, I don't have the money or, you know, I'm not a candidate for LASIK, dude, head over to roholtvision.com and see what their financing options are. See if you would be a good candidate for LASIK. They've got three different locations to serve you, so you are never too far away from world class eye care. Like I said, go hit up the website, roholtvision.com. 106.9.
1: Well, welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106. Nice little to jerk. come. Those Norman McDonald tickets we will have to do those here in just a few minutes for you. 1-800-450-7625. The number you need on those. If you uh, missed the opening of the program this morning, I came into work this morning, Yeah, opened up my email, and saw that we will be making a major concert announcement on this radio station Monday at 810. Now, I know I'm traditionally the kind of guy that knocks that kind of stuff. Right. Right? You know, oh, my God. Major concert announcement. Here it comes. I kind of knocked that stuff. But I'm really happy about this one. A show is going... I can only give you so many details, and it's actually not that many. But I can tell you that a major show, that if you listen to Rock One, Dude, I'm telling you, later... You know what? I can't even give you the month. (laughs) I can't do it. But we're putting... Rock 106.9 is presenting a band in Canton, Ohio that you didn't think you'd get. Not that it would be impossible. Like, how is this happening? But it's cooler than what you're expecting it to be. yeah. Like, when I saw it, I, I, I've said this multiple times on the show today, I can't believe how right this radio station got this. I can't believe it. I'm shocked, blown away. I'm over-the-moon happy, and that's why normally like, I'll blow this kind of stuff and I'll tell you mm-hmm. early, but I don't want to tempt fate here because this show is so cool. I'm a
0: little worried that like one of us is gonna slip off, dude. Because it is so cool. I've got the name on my tongue right now. I want to say it's it don't so, so bad. Do it. Um, and I'm actually on that uh, that band's website right now. And they do not have this date listed yet. So oh, because normally that's internet. our
1: thing. Is like, why are we gonna like? Why are we gonna do a Roblox announcement? The band normally announces via Twitter and Instagram, all this stuff way before we're allowed to announce. But you're at their site right now, and they don't have
0: it at their official site in their touring section.
1: Oh, I like they it. They do
0: not have a date mentioning us, mentioning the the show, mentioning anything. So it's still a it's still oh, hush
1: hush. 10 Monday morning is when you're gonna get that, and I'm telling Exciting. you, I. Love this show announcement. Love, love, love it. I think it's good. I I think it's just going to be good. And I'm telling you right now, you're going to want tickets. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure we're going to pass a pair out Monday after we make the announcement. And then, you know, obviously leading up to the show, we'll do more and more of that. But eight ten Monday morning, you want to be right here. That's how you find out uh, about what is going to be. I'm telling you right now, the biggest concert to come to Canton. Itself. I know there are other big shows coming. Summer Concert Series. Blossom's got a ton of really good shows. Cleveland will have a bunch of really good shows. But this will be the biggest show to come to Canton itself nice. all summer, right? Nice. I mean, I, well, yeah. I,
0: I, uh, dude, at the end of the day, yes, we're bringing a kick ass yes. show
1: and you can be a part of it.
0: Monday at 8 10.
1: That's a uh, no. I will tell you this it has nothing to do, nothing to do with the concert for legends at the Hall of Fame. Okay. Now we will be involved in that. Of course. All right. And there's rumors swirling around that, but there is this is a this is a Rock 106.9 centric soul show rock that we're going to be doing ah. at another venue here in Can. Yeah. Eight ten Monday morning. I, I don't want to keep talking about it because I know I'm going to screw this up. But it is not the concert for legends. This is a separate concert announcement. They call us the Rock Mother for a reason. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what a rock mother is. I'm still trying to
0: figure it out, dude. I asked the my mom. She didn't mother. know. rock mother. She didn't know, We're either.
1: always like, what <laughs> is that? Mother. Nobody knows. It sounds aggressive. So we ran a piece of audio earlier from a doctor. Yeah, we did. Who uh, is worried about STD rates rising in seniors. Rising in seniors. And she's so worried about it that she redid Ice Ice Baby. And... Is doing safe sex, baby. And we ran this yesterday, ran it again for you again today. People kept asking for it. And so people have asked for the, you know, you guys haven't done this in a while. We like the slow it down treatment where you take a piece of audio and you play it in slow motion, it actually gets a little funnier. So we figured we, we haven't done this yet. So, we, you know, we got asked a couple of times for it. So let's see how this works out. Safe sex, baby. Safe sex, baby. So. Th- That is funny. Do you have the clip? Do you have the if there's a problem, lube may solve it? Can I get. Can I get that part slowed down? I, 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 me look at me, look I, at me giving them assignments on the fly. Let see what I can do here. Probably should have asked them about that hey, during Queen. Commercial
0: break. Things get the best protection. Love it or leave it. Hormones start to flag. Things dry up and your tail can that wag. If that is a problem, lube may solve it. See your family doc.
1: If it doesn't, resolve it. There you go. Say you bye, Now let me get that. Let's run that back slowed down one time. One more such fly things dry up and your tailcomers are away I love it it's funny, funny for me every time a little see if it doesn't resolve it. Sex, baby. I love it sex, baby. man that sounds creepy even
0: almost sounds good dude. Chopped and screwed
1: if there's a problem, lube may solve it. What a gross word, dude. What a gr- lube, dude. <laughs> like,
0: I know everyone's like, oh, moist. Ew, panties. Ew, this is gross. But, dude, lube. <laughs> it's a
1: gross word. I. It's like, it's only two things. Oil change. Yeah. Or sex change. It's like, those are like that. Like welcome, welcome to lube. There, I'm with you. That is one of those words that I just know. It's like ew. I feel like I got to pick hairs out of that. Yeah, I
0: feel like I got to shower or something.
1: It's gross. We have Norm McDonald tickets. He's playing hard rock. rocks, you know, uh, mid April there, we'll pass out those tickets right now. uh, we'll take all our 17, seventeen one eight hundred four 7625 again. That number one uh, 4 uh, You know what? Wait, what? He gave me the wrong number. Yeah, he did.
0: We had a phone number change and did a change
1: back? Or yeah, and in this email, they gave me the wrong one. What do you got? Is it one eight hundred two four? Why is the ra- why is the phone number of this radio station rock. not one eight hundred four five zero one zero six nine? But it, it spells rock. It's four five zero seven six two five. Right? Sounds right to me. One eight hundred four five zero seven six two five. Some, I mean, for the life of me, dude. I can't figure out. Let's make this radio the station phone number as hard as humanly possible. It's not written down anywhere in the studio either. <laughs> See what I'm saying? This is why I'm surprised this radio station could get a killer band to play in Canton. I'm shocked we can do anything right here. We can't get the phone number figured out. It's 1-800-450-7625, I believe. Right. right? Sure. Close enough. Sure. Either you get Norm McDonalds tickets or you don't. I guess. I mean, I guess that's how it works. Aside from that, the show's over. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great day. See you.